Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the heart stopper, Jana Hilo, and our guest today is sweet fucking mama cheesecake herself, Danielle Costanza. You can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives.gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we can keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Jalen Dub, how we feeling? Bye-bye. I am good. Yeah, you sure are, pal. Heartstopper Janet Hilo, how are you? I'm super stressed and busy and going out of my mind. Well, speaking of going out of your mind, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working Perspectives. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you a little something about our guest today, Sweet Mama Cheesecake herself, Danielle Costanza. So let me set the uh, set the scene for you real quick. It was a cold and dark December night in the land of the free and the home of the brave, Lansdale, Pennsylvania. I was hanging out at my house. We uh, were underage and we did not imbibe alcohol, but we were definitely influenced by it. And I had the brilliant idea of of maybe committing vandalism. Well, statute of limitations has passed. So, yeah, we wanted to commit vandalism. And there is a park near and dear to our hearts and near and dear to my house known as Forestry Park. We are all members of the Confederation of Forestry Park Natives. And I decided that we deserve something for you know all our efforts throughout the years so me and danielle we went to the park in the middle of like it was like snowing it was freezing it was like two in the morning right and i was armed with a screwdriver and we went to the park and in the very and a wrench and yeah and a wrench (laughs) and then we went to the park and turns out neither the wrench or the screwdriver worked so we ended up ripping the sign off of the post running back and then i had that sign for like years and years to come and you know it was just a it was really just a sign of our dominance of four street park 
and uh, it lived and in our hearts. Terrible detective work. Ter- yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> the yeah, foot they... tracks that just lead directly back to your house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Definitely yeah, a, a culmination of, of our, our passion for forestry, our allegiance, our history, and just yeah. entitlement. Um, yeah. Because we felt like that was ours. We weren't even <laughs> taxpayers, and we thought we deserved that. <laughs> but yeah, so Danielle, I'll tell you this you are definitely one of those and i've said this before but i really do mean it we started the show the time of recording this is probably around our 180th episode and you know when starting this show there's so many people that i had pinned in the back of my mind like god i'd love to get them on the show i'd love to get them on the show and i'm so freaking happy to finally get you on the show it took a little bit to get you here but we will talk about that but before we get started, I'd just like to say thanks for coming on. And I would like to ask, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Part 2. Fucking ass, Part 2. In your fucking ass, Justin. God, I haven't gotten a Part 2 in so yeah. long. One of the one of the few sequels that I think is better than the first. Mighty Ducks D2. Yeah. Ninja Turtles number oh. two. Secret of the Ooze. Secret yeah. of the is incredible. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> Have you watched it? I watched it not that long ago. You know what scene still holds up <laughs> in in number one in uh in Ninja Turtles one is when they're on the porch and it's Donatello and Casey Jones and they're going back and forth at each other with insults, yep. but they're going through the alphabet. So he's like, oh like gosh. he'd be like, A would be like asshole, and B would be like booger face, and C would be yeah. like cocknose. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh They're fixing the truck. Yeah, yeah, and I think he called him Farfig Nugan for F, which was great. <laughs> but I think Farfig well, is Farf PH. Who knows? Just Sam Rockwell is the uh, kid gets getting the cigarettes in like the beginning of the Foot Clan. Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, shout yeah. Sam Rockwell, fan of the show. With the, yeah, with the, yeah, oh. shout out, fan of the show, listen to the show. But oh, yeah, wow. yeah, dude, fan no, he Sam Rockwell. Oh, love great, Sam. Great Rockwell. and everything. Dude, he's phenomenal. Love Sam Rockwell. So, Danielle, next question. Uh, when it comes to Cheetos, are you crunchy or are you puffed? Oh, this is like little giants screamed all over it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's crunch. It's a, give me that Cheeto all day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love a good cheese curl, but hey, give me the Cheetos. Yeah. 100% right. You're wrong. If you like puffed, you're a wimp <laughs> and everybody knows it. Isn't that right, Justin? Yeah. All right, Danielle. This is the question. This is where we really find out who you are. This is who you are. In, in this question. When you're eating wings, are you drums or flats? That's a great question. I'm gonna go flats and I'll tell you the reason why. If you if you if you hold it on a um, vertical like uh, setting, setting. Uh, bone to bone you can quite simply like slide all the meat off on one end and then just from there so i think for me it's less work for the for um more roi (laughs) return on investment (laughs) (laughs) love it You, so the you flats are for the sophisticated. I'm, 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 I'm just starting to interview no, I uh, again. Like so yeah. I gotta have these things top of mind. Top no, of yeah. Mind. The uh no, yeah, the that the flat wings return on investment. Yeah, I've never heard that before, but that's <laughs> when you put it like that, sure. Okay. I feel like and the, eating a flat, you have to eat it like a Neanderthal. And, yeah, and, you rip and you it. Should. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, the drum is for a sophisticated, classy individual yeah. who knows. Yeah. Who knows what life's all about? Yeah, really do. Um, Control of your face. There's all these knuckly things. Are we going to talk about mess when it comes to eating wings? Because we we've been over this. We've been over this. Is that barbarians? 
you are barbarians. I'm one hand, one hand, and I can nibble, and I can do other stuff with the other hand where you're you ripping like apart, stuff's flying ball, everywhere. Might as well be apart. eating crab legs. You're just disgusting with all your stuff, man. Oh, what do you, you just? That's you. You're fucking Simple. Justin. Justin Pinchers. Fingers. <laughs> yeah, doubt that. So, okay, next question: pancakes or waffles, Danielle? Uh, I'm gonna go uh, pancakes, yes. depending on the mix. I want that brown edge, but yeah. if, if we're going waffles, like, give me. Wow, like... did I start out hot and just fall right off the charts, or what? Wow. I I was never I I was never a huge pancake fan, and until I started making them myself, and I was mm. like, oh, they can be mm. this tasty. Oh, I can put wow. on this much butter and also chocolate chips or what have you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very versatile flapjack. That's not wrong. Okay. Yeah, and then last question, theme parks or, or amusement park or water park? Ooh, I haven't been to either in so long. Um, I'm going to go theme park because as an adult, I think water parks can just be like those floating band-aids. I'm just good. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah. I hate yeah. to sound like that, but give me, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't mean to brag, but I was at a resort this weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. How was it? Uh, well, funny story. Uh, I'll give you guys a little little history here. Uh, so uh, Wednesday was our travel day, and it was me, my wife, and my daughter. We went down to Mexico and uh, Cancun, and we get off the plane. Everything went well with the flight. My daughter was good, which was like a concern, but ended up being okay. Then we find our, you know, like our shuttle. We get our shuttle to the resort. We check in at the resort, and then we're like super excited. We're finally here. It took forever. We go to our room. The room is like awful. There's a leak in the bathroom. And then like outside of the room is supposed to be this like beautiful kids play area. It was too dangerous for my daughter to play on. Then we go to like the buffet and like we didn't even eat anything because the food was so bad. And then we went to the pool and it's kind of like what you're saying where there was like cigarette butts and band. (laughs) And I was like, God, what is this place? So... What happened was, is that my wife called Expedia and was like, we're, we're fucking leaving. Like, we're not, we're not staying here. This isn't happening. And so they refunded us for, they made, they charged us for like the one night, like the first night, just cause like we did check in and we were there for like three hours. And so, but like, she's like, we, we canceled this one and we booked this place called Moon Palace. And let me fucking tell you moon palace is like heaven on earth it is like the nicest place ever so we went back to the room packed up all our shit called a cab and checked out and got a cab to moon palace and then spent the rest of our time there and uh tell you the best decision i've ever made hands down you know but i didn't make the decision i was just along for the ride (laughs) but either way so yeah so that was uh that was the resort yep so there we go so back to the back to the show um okay and then did we have any questions no that was it so yeah so good deal justin i win you lose back to back to normal so let's get to it so danielle here grew up in the land of the free home of the brave lansdale pa yeah you can vape and then vape vape (laughs) away vape all the vapes you want so yeah vape vape till i mean justin is like the vape king so (laughs) either way uh danielle here was born in the land of the free home of the brave lansdale pennsylvania she grew up in the fourth street neighborhood of lansdale uh she became a legend at quite a young age so i'll tell you this first time i ever met danielle we were playing football at fourth street park danielle had grown up there i moved to lansdale when we were when i was eight 
So I guess maybe like I was nine years old. It was a summer and we were kind of like meeting everybody in the neighborhood, me and Tom. And we went to play uh, football at Forestry Park. And Danielle had a really short like bowl cut as a kid. Right. And you can say it. You can say I was like very handsome and super attractive. Young, <laughs> <Yeah>. young lad. <laughs> you were quite the striking young gentleman. That is for sure. But like everyone kept calling over there. But like I, I remember being confused because everyone kept calling her Danielle. I was like, are they calling her Daniel? Is that how they say Daniel here? Why are they calling her Dan Daniel like that? So then after we got done playing football, we went to the pool and then Daniel was wearing a one piece bathing suit. And I was like, like, whoa, no, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. What, where did I grow? What, what is what world are we in now? And then eventually I was like, oh, and then but she was that good at like sports and stuff that she could hang with the boys and was better than most of them. She would end up being an all star on every sports team she was on. And then she almost she was one round away from going to the Super Bowl for punt, pass, and kick. Jalen Dub, know that. So yeah, let's Respect talk that. about it. Yeah. Punt, punt, pass, and kick. When you're a kid, it's like the dream of dreams. You know what I mean? Legit, I like to do that. Oh, yeah. Big punt, Red did it. It's got a good legacy. Yo. Oh yeah, Big Red. Dude. Andy Red. Andy Reid, I think won it or first, yeah. uh, Pat, when he was a kid. Pat McAfee won it too. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I. I so it was circa 1997. I got to go to Vet Stadium. It was Andy oh, Reid and Donovan yeah. McNabb's rookie year together. Yeah. And I got oh, to cool. perform at ham- halftime, which was <laughs> like fine, whatever. But I had such sweaty hands, which I get still to this day whenever I'm nervous. And I'll blame it on the sweaty hands, but sure. I just I just did not perform well. So I came mm-hmm. in third place and therefore did not go to the Super Bowl, which I think was in San Diego. Mm-hmm. The old Wales Virginia. Yeah. But so... Andy Reid, that would have been cool. Yeah, meet them during their. That is pretty time. cool. Yeah, that is yeah, really cool. We got to be back there. when Donovan ran the yeah. ball. It was great. Yeah, yeah. but no, <laughs> dude, have you ever seen the video of Andy Reid at the pump pass and kick? He's a he's he a looks, husky young. He lad. looks like a forty year old. Are you kidding me? All <laughs> these kids are like ten, and he's coming out there like looks like their dad. It was, I mean, mm-hmm. if he would have lost, that would have been embarrassing. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, and Pat McAfee won too. You know, hmm. pump pass and kick though. That is like the coolest thing ever. You know what I mean? Do they still, I guess they do still do that. Cause you still it see was, it at halftime. It was cool. It was like the first year they actually separated the boys from the girls. It, Cause oh. they were, they were their like miscellaneous, like girls that played, you know, and, and pop Warner participate in pump pass and kick. Yeah. Um, and it was the first year that they actually separated the sexes. So it was just like a field day for me. I was like, yeah. Until like, <laughs> 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 so I actually you had some real competitions. Just... And I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, the real competition, it took the whole entire East Coast to find you the competition, though. So that's not, it's not bad. I mean, yeah, I'll you take know. it. Yeah. Yes. But did you, did you, did I mean, like, did one of the girls from your thing ended up winning or no? Yeah. 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 She, um, she she definitely was like the the one that was um yeah. stood out the most it's like what, yeah. what i'm trying to talk about if i felt like there was like soccer players right i never played soccer and i never mm-hmm. like could kick the ball but if you find a soccer player and knows how to like kick and punt i feel like those girls were like soccer players because my arm i like my arm was fine except yeah. for when it actually mattered and then i i fucked it up but still nah. to come in third place uh, after you you know yeah no oh my even, god i need to even go to the vet myself. you can I'm, i hear like my self-loathing it's 25 <laughs> years ago oh yeah let it go 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm at dude, the, the yeah. other day. I was at the Phillies game and I touched a foul ball and didn't catch it. Yo. Oh, ah, you cheese dick. I'm a real dream. Dream. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was. I was close enough. I leaned back as far as I could and it hit off like the side of my hand. I was like, "Oh fuck, was that close?" Yeah, I remember. If only you were as tall as Matt was. You could have caught it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like six two, I guess. No, I'm five eleven, guys. Sorry, five eleven. But with the length, you know. Yeah, I'm... I got I know you have to get through your blocks, but I have a super pertinent story to this. Go ahead. Uh, we don't have to time, get through shit. Matt, you and I, and your brother, and a couple other. I know exactly the story you're gonna say. Let's go to the I Phillies know. game. Da, da, da. Matt's like, we'll we'll um uh scalp tickets. I was like, all right. Well, I, I was like, how do you know? Like, he's like, don't worry about it. We'll we'll make it work. We'll make it work. So sure enough, long story short, we find uh, a scalper who has like six row tickets behind the Phillies dugout. Amazing, and it's like the third inning. He just wants to get rid of them. I think Matt scoops them for twenty dollars a piece. So like we're at like the sixth row. It's the Phillies dugout. We can't believe they're real and we're here. Yeah. And every oh, time yeah. there's an inning change, you go to the dugout, I'm like, yeah, like throw me something, give me your gloves or whatever. So, uh, so one of the guys threw me a ball. It was Ryan uh, Howard. Think, yeah, it was Ryan Howard. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, like, and this is a dream, right? It's not a foul ball, but it's like, like I could not believe it. And I'm with a bunch of like 10 year old, 11 year old kids, like also vying for this. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So next inning comes down, like, I've run down to the dugout again and this uh, uh, Chase Utley, I think like makes eye contact to like this kid and like tosses him a ball and I reach over and I, and I catch it. I'm like, I got two balls. Yeah. <laughs> I look over and Matt's like, you got to give it back. You have to give it back. So you were the actually voice of reason for me to give back that second ball, but I was, yeah, I was being booed by the crowd. <laughs> they were, they were ready. They were ready to skin us alive. Yeah, they the were like, we've ever spent. Oh, that was, that was dude. Honestly, you kind of miss those days. So this was probably like Oh seven. So it was like, it was the come up year. Cause oh, like oh eight we won it, but oh seven like oh six we saw we started to see like Chase was kind of taking over the team and he was bringing like a new attitude. Oh sevens where they they made the playoffs and where they solidified themselves like we're an actual contender and we were like but before they did that right you could go down on like a Wednesday night in the summer and it was like you you could drink till the third inning you could get $20 tickets and even if we paid for nosebleed seats we could just walk down and no one gave a shit you know what I mean (laughs) so like we were like sitting behind the dugout for that whole like season until they you know ended up making the playoffs and then you know people started going to the games again but it was like (laughs) honestly i mean i remember that because i remember it was legit it was probably 10 kids in danielle and they all had like their baseball gloves and stuff and she was just like just knocking them over to get it was pretty great but then we were like hey we you it was like i was like we got to give it to that kid otherwise everyone here is going to kill us you know but then like it was awesome that was like being that close like seeing howard and all them i remember when we played the yankees in the world series uh me and tom had gone to the the so in the same day the eagles played the giants and the yankees played the phillies in the same day Right. And it was in the it was, you know, it was a regular season game for the Eagles. And then it was this World Series for the Phillies. So going into that day, the Eagles played the the Giants in the morning. So me and Tom, like I remember going into that fuck, like thinking like, fuck, we could lose to two New York teams in one day. Like this would suck. But we went to the Eagles and Giants game. Westbrook fuck or no, it was Leonard fucking Weaver 
goes off. Dream Weaver was born, right? The, oh, dude, worst injury I'd ever seen live. The I can't worst. Even remember who that is? Leonard Weaver was a fullback for oh, the wow. Eagles who had two incredible games. Then he was running through the line, and <gasps> someone's helmet caught him on the kneecap and pushed the knee back the other he way. He's on Green Bay ah! forever. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And it was so bad. Like they'll show the replay on anything at the link. Anything. They did not show the replay. That's when you're like, oh shit, like we're in trouble. <laughs> so, I mean, he had had like, I think that was, he, he was like, he, he had had like three touchdowns, I think, against the Giant. Like he just went off. Great game. Everyone was super jazzed. Like we got this new guy that we can add to the Westbrook Arsenal with D Jack and everything. And so, like, super duper excited. We win that game. So, after we won the Giants Eagles game or the Eagles Giants game, me and Tom were like, there's no fucking way we are not getting into that fucking stadium tonight for the World Series. So, we left the Eagles Giants game and we just went over to Citizens Bank and we just started walking around. And we like, we saw some guys that were scalping, and I'm like, I don't think they have real tickets. And then we saw this one guy, this like nerd comes up and he's like, Well, hey, fellas. And he like pushes up his glasses. He has like a binder and he's like, I can get you these seats here and I can get you these seats here. What are you willing to spend? And we were like, All right, buddy. So we got cash. Our seats were legit. Like we found out we're pretty high up, but we got it. Like as soon as they opened the park, we went in. Right. And so we went right down to like field level where it was like, you know, like it's the first row right next to the fence, right next to the field along the first baseline. And we saw the Yankees have batting practice. And I remember this distinctly. A-Rod is at like first base. Right. And Tom yells him. He's like, A-Rod, where's your fucking needles? And A-Rod just looked at us, pointed pointed the gun and shoot, and then ran away. <laughs> and I was like, this fucking guy. And like Jeter was there. And like we, I was, I think we said something like, Jeter, we can't even talk shit to you, man. You just, your resume. Come on, dude. You're just the best. Yeah. But thanks for being you. Yeah. Either way. But then like, <laughs> he used so, to give out gift baskets. Yeah. Yeah. It was like his one night stands. Oh, like, that. Yeah, I would love to see like if someone actually had one of those. I would love to see what a was in Jeter, there. A Jeter gift basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I heard it was yeah. awesome. Like we'd have like yeah, like a massage gift certificate, lotions, a candle. <laughs> yeah, like a sign, probably like a signed jersey or something. But yeah, and then we uh, we stayed there until the stadium filled up. We all got towels. We were on TV because they had said something like the Eagles fans have migrated over, and they did like a pan shot of like the crowd <laughs> at the beginning. So we were getting like all these texts and then the people that had the seats came down and it was, he was like the, he was the VIP for majestic who is, who makes the jerseys for the Phillies. Oh, cool. So yeah. yeah. He was like, Hey, you guys can stay here until my wife and daughter get here. But when they get here, you're leaving. And we're like, Hey, yeah, well, you know, when you say it like that. <laughs> and then we went to our actual seats, which were the very last seat in the stadium. But then, you know, I mean, it it's happens. Fun yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that's where the real fuck. Like, that's honestly, that's another thing. Things up there. <laughs> that's that was back in the day. I don't know if it's still the same. Whereas, like, away fans beware. Like, we saw like because the it was it really turns into a mob mentality. Because I remember seeing like Yankees fans just getting ripped to shreds and thrown yeah. out, and the security doesn't go near the home fans. They only go after at, at this time at least only went after the away fans because they're like, you guys are just causing the trouble. Like there is a difference if you're a away fan and you come in and you're just watching the game and like being chill. But if you're standing up 
doing this whole shit like if you want it you're gonna fucking get it and that's just that's just how it goes but either way i digress so yeah danielle was in the pump passing kick and she did very very well she was also an all-star in basketball and baseball and softball but let's get into some jab history so but not soccer definitely not soccer also actually could have really excelled my expertise in pump passing kick yeah I'll tell you, I was on shout out Saint Stan Soccer, uh, Archdiocese Champions in seventh grade, no big deal. Um, but the uh, I'll tell you, it was a co-ed league, right? And the girls on our team were the best players. They were incredible. Like they were, they were really good. They all played on like travel teams and stuff, and they were like just like like as far as athleticism go, like blew everybody out of the water. And that's yeah, why we like- won. We Shout great. out U.S. women's soccer, like all the women's soccer players, but oh yeah, our like U.S. team is just nasty. And who's the one? Uh, Carly? Uh, I don't know her last name, but she's she lives right outside Philly. Yeah, and she. she oh, she, the girl who who hit the, the game 50. winner. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's that's uh Rapino, but um. There's oh. somebody that's from like right outside Philly, Cherry Hill, yeah. and yeah. kicked a 50-yard field goal just like fucking. Oh, me. against with Houston. No. Nope. Oh. She was just oh, practicing sorry. with the birds because oh shit with, really yeah because she's friends with julia so like they went yeah. to practice together and she just dicking around was like set yeah. up a 50 yard field goal and drilled it no oh, how yeah. athletic is the earth's baby gonna be my god i don't know yeah but i guess soccer is uh i wish i played soccer. i'll tell you this i've actually yeah shout out to a uh, prime amazon prime they do a soccer show where it's yeah. like they follow a team for a year. It's actually a fucking great show because like all the coaches are Italian and they're like yelling in like this like English you know Italian accent and like it gets you pretty fucking hyped. And the stadiums over there are nuts, nuts. But yeah, they do one. I think they're one. They did one for like Man City and Tottenham and Arsenal. I mean, it's a pretty good show. So either way, soccer, meh. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about danielle uh what was one of your favorite memories growing up as a kid in the illustrious four street neighborhood of lansdale pa land of the free home of the brave i mean it was like when you think about like kids and, and what they're missing today I, I feel like it was the essential of what we had growing up it was a, a borough neighborhood so you had kids everywhere block by block by block and anytime anybody wanted to play you just met up at four street you knew yeah. you were gonna find something whether it's a football game going on or a wiffle ball game or yeah. just like scott heddle crying somewhere or oh, you know, through the pool through the peanut hole just so you can get to the pool like you, you yeah. just it was happening that was the place that was happening all the time Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, you know, what really benefit me and I think and I and I think, um, yeah, I guess you can attest to this to having an older brother, but I had an older brother that that really kind of was my enforcer. So, yeah, I was a handsome young lad. Absolutely. <laughs> but but everyone called me Danielle because I, it was I needed people to know that I was a girl. Yeah. My name was Danielle. Yeah. and anybody that uh is you know try to try to make fun of me or call me a boy or whatever i was i'm glad to have my brother there to kind of set the record straight so when yeah. when new kids did come around they they would see me in a one-piece bathing suit and uh wouldn't be so confused <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i definitely agree johnny was there and johnny was definitely a presence i remember being there and i won't say who the kid's name was but this one kid had done something stupid. And I remember Johnny like yoked him up and said, I'm going to break your fucking ankles. So you can't play football anymore. And I was just like, ah, 
hey johnny i'm matt nice to meet you <laughs> i was like i don't know fuck you. but yeah but no i think too it turned into like a brotherly aspect with all the uh, with all the guys in the neighborhood where Absolutely. it turned into like like you like we would like mess around with each other and ever like you know do dumb shit but if there was any outsider that came in that tried stuff they were fucking dead you know what yeah, i mean yeah i think that's absolutely. what it turned into i mean even the end dubbers like right? shout out yeah. to the trumbauer family like yeah they respect uh Bo, yeah. always respect like yeah it was it was there was yeah lots of lots of um you definitely had camaraderie going justin, yeah because justin legit was like bedmates with those guys you know yeah 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 I dude, we've talked about. I would love to get the Trump hours on the show. I'm a big fan of John and Steve. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's been years, but um, but yeah, it was just like you know, then like you you play, you might play like football with other people or baseball, but you for sure it was just a common ground, and you would have people from from end up to come play too whenever they yeah. were you know rolling the streets, and it was just it was just dope meet up spot. Yeah, everybody. yeah, yeah. Everybody dug it. I agree, and it was fun. I love it. That sounds great yeah it was great it was fun i miss those days I miss when your bike's your horse and then you know you just go out and do the damn thing you know what i mean did you i mean jana i know for you uh jack nancy is quite the presence we've talked about him shaking down strip club owners and beating up bastards but uh <laughs> did you was he like your kind of enforcer but you do have a brother too no right? my brother yeah 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 yeah. he was kind of he took after jack nancy and was like this ain't fucking happening bub yeah it's so funny because he's like the sweetest kindest yeah. most like er of earth angel ever and then he'll go up to you and be like <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll like skip away with flowers or something like, yeah it's yeah just, yeah it's really oh but that's also but like, he's like gotten into some fights and like had to be pulled off and then he would but like two seconds before that he was like you know yeah. reading the bible or something <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, I, think, <laughs> I think from from jack nancy we have like this trigger where it's yeah. just like regular and then kill not a bad thing i mean you know no, plus two he's is he he's your older brother right yeah five years mm -hmm. yeah oh so he's like you're like his fucking little angel you kidding oh, always yeah Number, yeah, yeah. Six, six year six year difference with me and my brother oh, but he's nice. not a tough guy like he 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 was tough like the persona was tough which was fine because he had the age gap between the peers but like he just he's not a tough guy anymore really like. <laughs> i honestly i that's something i don't so we'll show you your brother's name's johnny and his, that's his name johnny and uh you know shout out big fan of him and i that's something I, I always admired about johnny is that like because there's tough guys that don't have a personality or can't talk or just like try to live through their persona of being a mm -hmm. tough guy but johnny the one thing i mean he had so much courage just to be himself in an era where like following the leader was the cool thing and being this fake gangster was a cool thing where he was just like he was just Johnny. And honestly, fucking everybody loves John. He is the coolest. You know what I mean? Like everyone like loved hanging out with him, loved talking with him. And like, as far as an old head went, like he was older than a bunch of us. So he was just like, he, and he was always like getting chicks and stuff too. We're like, this fucking guy <laughs> kills it. You know what I mean? And I was, so, you know, I don't know, but like, but he didn't have to be like, I think when it came to his sisters and his mom, he was very protective, at least from what I would see. But as far, but he didn't have to play the tough guy. You know what I mean? Like he could just be himself. And I think that you back then, especially took more courage than it would be to play some fake tough guy. 
you know? Yeah, for sure. I think that was well said, Matt. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's true. But that's actually, so would you, both of you agree then, like having an older brother like that is like, you know, they they adapt like a hero role. We'll start with you, Danielle. Is that something you always thought with Johnny? I mean, like, yeah, he, he was, because I have two older siblings, right? And I'm like, just like Kristen's the closest, per- my sister is the closest yeah. person to me as, besides my wife. But my mm-hmm. brother was just somebody I always admired. And, and it was because of that age gap, probably, that I got to see like him play football and my dad coach and Johnny was the quarterback but he was, he was young and I was just in, you know, still in diapers, but it kind of, it, it sowed the seed. Yeah. And because I looked up to my brother so much, like I wanted to play football like him and yeah. it wasn't, you know, it was just very pure and, and based off of like what he wanted to be when he liked the Orlando magic, like Shaq, you know, Shaq was the rookie. I wasn't allowed to like Shaq, but I could like anybody else on the team so like penny hardaway was yeah, guys. yeah. Oh, i remember yeah. you had a pair of pennies oh oh yeah the originals is like okay scotty you know pippen and jordan and he had like gary payton and sean kemp yeah shaq had penny shaq had penny so he had shaq i chose penny like so there was always that That's kind so of like yeah. yeah like you know you admire your big brother because i remember at your brother, birthday parties it was like the highlight of your bar- your party be like my brother johnny's coming too you know what i mean he might pop in for manhunt i don't yeah. know we'll see yeah <laughs> and he did, like and he would and it was like yeah. everyone would be like oh this is you know like everyone was so happy and i remember like we would even like it was one of those things where he would be sitting on the stoop with like a chick a good looking chick <laughs> and like we would all come up and i remember we saw Johnny had a soda can and before he drank the soda can he would take the tab like it would be open and he would do like this with the tab before he would drink it and then we saw that and we all started doing it because like that's so fucking cool you know what I mean this guy yeah but that's just I mean like you know but that's just kind of like the older brother like the old head thing that you'd see that you're like oh wow that's so cool you know yeah that's was that kind of like it for you too Jana with your older brother um no well I'm super sensitive girl. So once he started, (laughs) once he started like going to like junior high and high school, he was like a dick to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, let's be mean to the little girl. Stop following Uh, me around. Stop following me around, you know, but like, because I, because I looked up to him so much and just wanted to be around him and everything. And growing up before that, he was always like right by my side. So I kind of was like, cool, this is it. And then he was over me. Mm-hmm. and but then you know time went on just a little bit of time and then we were best friends again yeah but um yeah uh. how uh, how much older is your sister than you danielle she's two and a half years older and mm-hmm. it wasn't until like our 20s that we really bonded and got close and conversely yeah. my brother and i is you know really separated and, and kind of was strange for a little bit we're way better and connected now but um Good. Yeah, the the valleys and peaks, you know, you you have with your siblings, there's just, it's unlike any other relationship. Mm -hmm. I think siblings are the currency of life. Like, if you think about it, these are the people you're going to have the longest relationship, if you're lucky. Yeah. In your entire life, you know, it, yeah. It, yeah. it makes sense to to really um, care for those relationships, put the work in and, and you know, hope for the longevity um and I, I always thought your brother time i mean tom i always kind of had that like lens through tom as like he's like the cool like older brother that would yeah do cool things and can flip a bottle cap and hit somebody between the <laughs> eyes with it or you know just like <laughs> you just manip- like, manipulate you or alex to do it an- or any one of us really to do what 
like whatever nothing yeah. evil but just like you want me to go pick up your dry cleaning sure not that he had dry cleaning you want me to go to juliana's <laughs> and get you no problem yeah, yeah i'm happy yeah. to do so let me order that for you <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. No, no no yeah you're not wrong yeah he he had that for sure i remember my mom had said one time if tom was gonna be like she had said like me and alan like if tom were to be a priest me and alan would have been priest you know what i mean like it just yeah. as like whatever he was doing we were going to do too in yeah. a way which is true you know but i think like i think the one thing that they do say it's true is that you like because I, I remember my, we would fight all the time and our parents would be like you know one day you guys are going to be best friends and blah, blah blah and it's true you are and it but yeah. i think you have to go through that fighting stage to realize how close you are with that person go ahead justin i uh i i have the opposite end of the spectrum i have a little <laughs> brother who's three years younger than me and yep. he's a literal redheaded stepkid. And yep. I've I've gotten the shit beat out of like both of us have gotten beat up numerous occasions. Sure. I've had one time we're walking home from school. This kid kicks his backpack. I turn around, rock the kid who kicks him and then look up and his older brother is standing. Oh, no. <laughs> Shout out his older brother, who's two years older than me in the uh, reporter the other day for having a shootout with the cops in Lansdale. Oh, um, he just he just threw like a little faster than me, but I took it real well. He was kind of right. a bitch. Um, yeah. Then another kid's older brother, same thing. Brad skipped him in Uno, like not the skip card, like skipped his turn. Kid cracks Brad in the face, blood pouring all over the Uno cards. So I'm like, we have to fight now. We yeah. go in the hallway in Northwest Elementary, and I was like, oh my god, this kid's so much better than fighting in me, and he beat <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> that kid, you know, so many fights, fights at the pool. This yeah. one time we were at a, a trailer park and he started making fun of this albino kid. And I was like, you can't fucking make fun of albino people. We got to oh. fight with those kids, brothers. <laughs> that uh, I mean, it is you do yeah. turn it, like, especially when you're on like vacation or something, it does turn in like, all right, we're a gang now. Like we do fight, but <laughs> now we kind of have to stick together, which honestly, it's I think that's mouthy. good. Though. Yeah yeah it's fun you, but but having siblings is it's a very very special thing you know and like i have a kid now danielle you have a kid and it's just like it is something that eventually like it, it's i don't know for me it's too important not to try at least yeah. you know what yeah. i mean because they are they're just it's so valuable it is like cousins are one thing you can be closer to your cousins but brother sister is definitely definitely much different but i do want to take this time now it's time for J-Dub's questions, asking some questions. J-Dub's questions, new favorite segment. J-Dub's questions. So it's a new favorite segment of the show. It's Jalen Dub's question segment. J-Dub's going to ask Danielle some questions. We're going to get some answers. Jalen Dub, take it away. How long do you think you can live inside of TGI Fridays? What in the fuck? Wow. Am I allowed to? You can't like leave. But like people can come visit, you know, like it's you, an open uh, restaurant. And like you can you eat all the food. food. No, fruit, foods, are, are, food are, is included. Are, and booze. Like, is the public coming into the, the Yeah, it's Friday's? an open, like you oh, have okay. your own personal booth. Okay. Do you get a shower? Yeah, I'm. do I get a shower? We'll say yes. For Lehman's sake, there's a shower no, in the back. No, there's no yeah. showers in TJ Fridays. <laughs> okay, there's a sink. You can sink shower. There's a dishwasher. Hours. I would go 48 hours <laughs> Two days. Um, and just and have a feast. What if it okay. was if if you made it to 21 days, you can get a hundred thousand dollars? 
Oh, then I'll go to like 42 days. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could go mad at 40 days. Oh, dude. I, how I many times know, could you eat a bourbon days? steak before you want to kill yourself? <laughs> I could It'd probably the... do 40 years. Oh, <laughs> so you think you could do 40 years of happy, happy birthday, of anything, uh, no, you know? No, no. Dude, I'd become a pure, I would just wake up and just drink. Like I could uh, stay there for at least a week. Oh, I, would love, so I would love bad. to harass <laughs> that's such a good that's such a good question like yeah. what are like oh yeah wouldn't I, yeah it'd take me three days 72 hours most and then yeah. i'd be out of there yeah but the, i mean people would drive me crazy and oh. i just like would get be like get away from my booth like this and is you would space. definitely <laughs> develop a drug habit working yeah. at a tj fridays because there's got to be tons of drugs we don't have to work there just, or yeah you, you just live there, there to yeah cure the just, boredom. like can i just like go behind the bar and, and help myself I mean, yeah 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 it's yeah. making cool. a like, yeah behind the line yeah you're the guy who yeah. lives yeah. there so like show the, show the bartender a thing or two eventually they'd be asking you to be like hey can you just seat this table oh do you mind <laughs> yeah, breaking down absolutely. that table <laughs> hey can you get out of your your booth house they close for just a minute yeah all right see you tomorrow oh you can stay mind locking up yeah hey do you, yeah yeah we need 100 roll-ups you mind doing that <laughs> can you put the expo line yeah 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 and you'd be so bored after like the fourth day you'd be like what do you guys need oh yeah yeah for sure i'll fill up the fucking range dressing whatever you need oh, yes. oh my god i would live so long there i'd be so fat though oh god <laughs> the food there long, is long just waddling rain. around this tj fridays like a monster <laughs> oh ah, just hammered at 10 a.m ah they're like don't mind him he lives here <laughs> can i He's... switch from a booth to a table I can't the, booth anymore. the smell coming from that booth is horrible <laughs> Yeah, you're just living off a of Long Island iced teas and chocolate cake. It's gonna be like oh, molten lava cake just all over your face. Oh, I just, I just so want to stay in the in the TGI Fridays realm. I worked at Hula Hands and they had a special like a half off happy hour, and they sold pitchers of Long Island iced teas, like one, like pitchers. Uh, it would be like a quart that you could drink from the pitcher. Yeah, and for like a top shelf like pitcher, it'd be like five dollars during happy hours. No. So people would just get. Oh, oh yeah, Oof. just completely black out. Oof. It would be a sight for sore eyes. It's my like, <laughs> oh my god, really first introduction to the uh, the restaurant industry and and people's sorrows. <laughs> yeah, are they still open? Because I'm gonna go after the show. I don't know, but you, like, I would love to know. Not where I work, but there's got to be a hole of hands somewhere. I would, and uh, if they do still have pictures of LITs, go for it. I lived across the street from this bar that would have 50 cent drinks from 11 to 12 on Saturday night. And I would, I wouldn't even be at the bar. I would just get up from the couch, walk over with $20 and go, give me 40 or give, yeah, give me 40 vodka and pineapples. And they'd be like, are you serious? I'm, like, I'm dead fucking serious. And then I would like stack as many as I could just walk home with them. Damn. The good old days. Shout out Tex-Mex. Fan of the show, listen to the show. Uh, <laughs> old text mix <laughs> yeah so, oh, so west point yeah it's pizza time oh, oh, okay. oh pizza time <laughs> oh, little pizza time get a little pizza time nice okay j next question if you could domesticate any animal what animal would you choose oh great question that is a great question um if i could th that's a great question i guess i would want to like a lion i would want like a, an actual like lion cub <sighs> Like a, yeah. like a like a like a lot even though i have a cat and they can't be domesticated they can be tamed 
Mm. Um, or like a hedgehog. You wouldn't want anything that flew? I would love like a falcon. No, because like, oh, I mean, like they could still fly and come back to me, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like I'm not clipping their wings. No. No. Well, if it's domesticated to the point where like you can control it, like it'll behave. Yeah. Then yeah, a falcon that like does my like dirty work would be great. I saw this yeah. bird. They, this guy trained this bird to steal money, yo, and it does it. Like he feeds it, and it steals oh, bills. What I kind w- of what kind of bird is it? I don't know. It looks like a raven. Like it's, it's like a little a black bird. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Crow. You can yeah. train crow. Crows are incredibly smart. I live really? in Florida right now, so I'm like in a bird sanctuary, and uh, crows are super super smart right now. They're being trained in London to pick up cigarette butts and like toss them out. <gasps> yeah. What? And I lived next to, or actually one of my regulars at the bar I used to bartend was a pigeon, uh, like a pigeon trainer where he could actually send messages, like would train them to like fly to X and then come back with Y's message. And it was like, it's fucking wild. Because at first, I just thought you just think it's like somebody crazy, colorful, right? He's like, oh yeah, I train pigeons. And he's like, you want to come see? I'm like, yeah, I do. I don't want to come see. And then I was like, holy shit. That's incredible. Somebody oh. has like pigeons that they've trained. Is who is it? Tyson. Like, someone. Tyson. Okay. Tyson That's did. They yeah. killed all of his pigeons. Yeah, he, he uh, kept them. He had no friends. Kept a pigeon coop, and then the neighborhood gang killed his friends, his pigeons, and then he oh, beat the shit yeah, out of the motherfucker, and that was the first fight he ever got in. Shout out Tyson Lane for some of the break. But I was, I always wonder that, like, so like look like Game of Thrones, right? When they talk about sending a raven, you know what I mean? Like that was their way of communication. That was legit a, a gimmick back in the day, right? So yeah. like the pigeons still now, it's like a thing. I, that's fascinating. I mean, if to be able so to cool. do that, that's that if birds are still real, you know. Pigeons right. and crows. Sure. Crows don't forget. Crows are really smart. They, mm. I have mockingbirds that live out here, and they like they'll mock a crow to draw them in and like they're like there'll be a swarm of them that'll attack them like little assholes they're the worst mockingbirds are the worst fucking birds um absolute savage what oh yeah they're dicks total fucking really oh my god and and like and when like they're like taunting you they legit shake their tail like feather like at you to like taunt you You're like yeah hey, you little bitch yeah. Yeah. i saw i saw a crow get like get just get attacked just like murked like out of nowhere from uh, they they call them in because they can mock them right so they're making their crow sounds they're like hey it, benny benny crow, over here yeah, crow comes in like sure enough with like straw in its mouth just being like hey all right hey on. guys where's the party yeah and, like there's just a swarm of mockingbird just like attacking um man but no for maybe, what do they eat them it's like a prison rape scene <laughs> my like, god like, like Honest to God, in the in the in the bird they world, are. it really is. Aren't blue like, jays dicks too? That's I was just gonna say blue jays, aren't they notorious bastards? Yeah. Bunch yeah. of birds are dicks. Yeah, birds like really like, real mean. If you could okay. fly and no one else could though, I'd be a dick about it. I'd be very oh, snooty about it too. It. I would judge all of you land creatures like the filth you are. Yeah, yeah. nice just- feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those arms. But you can't even flap them, loser. Yeah. <laughs> nice all right jalen next question a bald eagle that's that's the answer yeah if if especially too if you could like domesticate it to carry a camera or something and just be like hey scope out what's going on over here for me and then pick up the money and then come back great yeah yeah Yeah. or a drug mule uh, as a bald eagle oh patriotic (laughs) 
Oh, American. Maybe God. ostrich. I wonder if the ostrich Mexican like yeah, you I do. Wanted, I, that, I always wanted to ride an ostrich. Like legit, ever since Swiss tried, Family Robbins. No, yeah. just as my own like no. brain. Um, when I first saw an ostrich farm, and I was like, I need, I need. Yeah, to just know hop on the back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're huge. Apparently, they they're dicks to too. Yeah, they, <laughs> birds are dicks. Yeah, birds, birds are dicks. dicks. They anyway. have like big ass claws too. Like they'll wrench you. They'll yeah. they'll mess you up. Ostriches yeah. sticking the head in the sand. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, oh, they can move uh-huh. and they will mess you up. Damn. I, I mean, yeah, I wonder if I mean there has to be. I mean, the, the drug cartels have tried legit everything. I guarantee they've tried domesticating birds to be able to carry a package. They do like, drones. Oh yeah, I guess that's right. <laughs> but are drones are more detectable than birds? Or I guess would it be the oh, same? Wow. Who the fuck knows? I mean, yeah. I mean, how much weight can a bird carry? Next week it's on not the like show. They could... yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know, if they could carry, I guess, yeah, they're, they're not a, a drone could carry like ten kilos of something, whereas a uh, you know a bird could probably carry like you know whatever bunny ways. I don't know. What if, so, what if a bird was on a suicide mission and you like fed the bird all the drugs and then the bird got there and you had to cut the bird open alive and then you get all the heroin you love. And what if one of them broke and the bird was like, what's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he forgot where he was flying you, Could you imagine a bald <laughs> eagle all fucking whacked out on some hay You know what I'm saying? Like, nope. This is in Canada. <laughs> this is in Canada. This man, is it's like, really, yeah, man. I got 15 coked out so- falcons <laughs> In my apartment right now, and I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, have you seen that like picture of like the Saudi, like a Saudi prince and like his two hundred falcons on a on an airplane? Like he has no. the whole his whole airplane charter for is like falcons. I mean, if you can, if you want to Google, it'll it'll pop right up, and you're like, Saudi wow. prince falcons. Saudi prince flies falcons. Falcon plane commercial. <laughs> commercial wow. Jet yeah it's one of the first things that popped up oh my god okay oh my fucking god (laughs) this is okay i'm gonna share my screen so for all those listening i'm about to share my screen and holy fuck balls this is nuts they got looks like they're like they had better seats like look at this one Like I flew, I flew American <laughs> Airlines last week, and they have better seats than I did. It would be that so hilarious. They do not have to worry about cancellations. It would no. be so funny. If there's just one regular guy who was like, "What the fuck is this? Just all birds?" <laughs> yeah. Do he's, I like, <laughs> he's like, "Excuse me, you're in my seat." <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually in the. I'm in the middle. Can you? Yeah. I paid for the window. Uh, <laughs> damn this is one of the big motherfuckers too because it's got the two on the outside and the yeah, he three gets in the, the middle yeah. oh yeah you don't fight for the armrest the and it says they fly, fly first class as they should of course i mean yes. it's a falcon i mean they, they, except they already the falcons wow well shout out falcons fans of the show <laughs> listeners of the show wowee well great share so for those listening uh it legit is a bunch of birds with uh, eye covers sitting in every seat on a fucking massive plane this is like a 747 yeah definitely Please google, google yeah saudi prince flies falcons on plane google away all right let's keep it hum- Jalen Dub, okay. next question. If you could have a celebrity Paul Bearer, who would you choose? Oh, Paul Bearer? Yeah. Like in this scenario. Could you, you choose Paul Bearer? Really? I was gonna use yeah. Tom Hanks as the example. I Tom said Hanks. Tom Hanks. And then I want it where he split says nothing to my family. Oh. Shows up, carries the casket, puts yeah. it down, walks the fuck away. 
you know what? runs away there's nothing he actually could away. say to it was him. hanks not cruz yeah Tom, yeah <laughs> cruz there's nothing he could actually could cruz say is too to, little to my mom to like make yeah i think silence would be perfect yeah, yeah. and he's like did you fucking know tom hanks and he just kind of feels like dad you know like dadish dadish vibes oh, he would tear up a little. he like, would do it good he's yeah. america's dad he's yeah, tom hanks like, like i would say he's our generation's like best actor but then i think yeah He's one of the best Maybe, actors ever. Is, is he our generation or is Leo DiCaprio our generation? I guess they're both. You got to think of it like this, right? Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks isn't big. Well, uh, so big, I believe there's fair. three actors ever to win back-to-back award for Academy Award for Best Actor. I think it was Spencer Tracy, Jimmy Stewart, and Tom Hanks. So he is definitely one of the best actors of all time. He's been in like, inc- his resume is incredible. The he's amount of so stuff good. he's done. He's 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 great in everything. He is great yeah. in everything he does. Yeah. He is, I would say he's the same age as our dads. So, but I would look at it like this, like, so so like uh okay. So my dad, my dad loved John Wayne. He thought John Wayne was like the the he's like the coolest dude, and John Wayne was the fucking coolest dude, right? But then also he likes the Jimmy Stewart's and the Spencer Tracy's, like the same thing. So it could be like if Stallone is, you know, a John Wayne and then Tom Hanks is a Jimmy Stewart, where it's like they can do, you know, like Stallone is obviously known for action, but he's done incredible things. But Hanks is known for more of his incredible acting, but he's also been able to trans, you know, translate into versatile roles and he's done action. He's done incredible. Even like, dude, even movies like Catch Me If You Can. Well, that is okay. a great, great movie. Um, okay, and that's him and Leo. One of one of one of my all time favorites, honestly. But y- you know, so if bad. Tom Hanks is taking a, a taking on a script or a film, like you know, yeah. it's not going to be shitty. He's got or, the credibility. You know, it's like he's going to uplift whatever this this uh-huh. movie. Yep. Yeah, he even does like even I saw him. He there's his show. It's one of the best shows on TV. It's on Paramount Plus. It's called 1883. It's hmm. an incredible, incredible show about this family that hikes the Oregon Trail, right? Hmm. Like back in the day, and yeah. you know have to fight off like Native Americans and dysentery. And, and, yeah. Oh, and like <laughs> just just every oh yeah just yeah, everything i want to drink the river water what if is you, wrong with if you had river water wagon yeah. meal. I mean, if you had like three pimples in a row you're fucking dead they're like that if that's anything like smallpox you're fucking you're like, dead you're like grandpa's don't got fucking the come yeah dude do you, i was talking to my brother about this not too long ago do you know how many people in history shit themselves to death oh <laughs> no i don't so dysentery. many yeah you just, just shit all the water out of your body. You don't have strength enough to walk to the river to get more water, and you just die. <laughs> and the water was the thing making you shit yourself anyway. But yeah, no. Uh, but either way, Tom Hanks. He played. He had like a two, a two scene, uh, like a two, uh, two scene role in that show. He was on it for like two minutes, but he played General George Meade of of the civil like you know the union army but either way like he can take whatever role and he just enhances it he's just he like you're right he doesn't do bad work every movie he's in is quality you never get a bad t- tom hanks movie like even like his versatility with toy story and stuff like that like he's oh, incredible i just Fantastic. rewatched Ca- castaway and i was like all right castaway is an adult what, what do you what do we got and i was like yeah. it's all him right and it's just like it can be boring i mean yeah it can be boring but like it's it's just really good acting. Yeah, you know. I've never seen Cast Away. We might movie. be bored, but it's 
<laughs> but it's pretty it's it's a cool it's, story i love how they started like I he he gets like. you moving though and i like, just watched uh, the beginning petition mm-hmm. road with him oh uh, road to perdition yeah road to perdition yeah. great movie Fantastic. great great movie right. wait waited too that's long on my list okay. oh All that's right. dude that daniel craig yeah. paul newman tom hanks jude law yeah he's great movie great movie that's and it's one of it's a graphic novel it was the first graphic novel and i also believe butterbean is in it as well <laughs> no the butterbean the butterbean hold on extraordinaire all right if uh you don't get paid out the money until after 10 years mm-hmm. but you can drink nothing but water and you get 15 million dollars like done that's done 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 i think my biggest like motivating factor in life is financial security so if you're gonna pay me that much that's just like yeah i'll drink water like that's great and i bet my skin will be glowing and i think it like (laughs) i think it'll be like a very healthy choice Wait, how long was it 10, Ten years, years which is probably like impossible realistically but i would like to it think was just that water like a big 15 million dollar carrot uh that is with, the with, issue is that you don't get the money until afterwards so that you, you have gotta, to you got to do it you drink but coffee you put, or alcohol I do, I do i drink coffee every single day so that would be the biggest alcohol i could cut out um but coffee would be the biggest challenge question is matt for fi- for 15 million dollars you have to go 10 years without with drinking strictly but water nothing else okay but and you get paid the money out at the end could <laughs> you love me it? some butt water oh give me that butt water uh okay so you okay so no yeah, not like, water with you lemon, can't do soda you can't do water. juice nothing not cucumber uh, water just plain flat, fucking flat or, water or sparkling. i'm not yeah not even sparkling just flat just fucking reggae water and i get 15 million dollars okay all right yeah. and you get 15 mil yeah, yeah. that's done deal you do at done the, and you get it at at the end of the 10 years yeah you got to do it though at the end. what if you did like eight years and then someone accidentally poured some cranberry up. juice in your water does the cycle start over i mean if you i mean look i mean yeah. that would be on me it's to really move. know that it's a it's this isn't water anymore it's yeah. paint or there, what if you like tint. took that sip and then spit it out because you knew you were being you sabotaged. Didn't drink like, it. it was like poison yeah yeah you're like sabotage yeah i mean i guess there could be stipulations there right? has to be a sabotage clause in the contract that you sign i would love if Acts like of some, god yeah you know, yeah if someone yeah. spilled lemonade into yeah. your mouth like yeah, yeah. there's there's <laughs> There has to be, but there has to be like an insurance claim that can go along with this and like an endorsement of like, look, it was at a birthday party because you can eat whatever you want still. So you can still get your sugar fixed through other things. You yeah. just can't drink juice or soda. Just, I'm just yeah. going to be hydrated. That first Coca-Cola so that you have after the 10 years will be, oh, dude, I'll tell you. I hate it. It'll probably be poison. Probably when you, like- yeah, when you get a first like crisp soda, oh my god, like a sprite. Why, uh, why, why does it like oh, fountain McDonald's, soda just hit different sometimes? Like fountain sprite, I, like clears my nasal passages. <laughs> sometimes I just want like a fountain soda, like Coke and and like. Yeah. Doctor places Chick Fil A and yeah. McDonald's both have good fountain sodas. Uh, Chick Fil A is incredible. Everything it's uh, fucking Chick Fil A. I'll get on my uh, soapbox. Fuck Chick Fil A. I'm gay. Oh. Uh, I know. Uh, they're, yeah. Oh, they're Say, okay. They're yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't follow their. Chick Fil A. I don't follow their beliefs. Values. Yeah. And closing Fuck on Sunday. Who, 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 who supports them? Who, yeah. Who supports <sighs> them closing on Sundays? Get real. 
This yeah. is 2022. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not about that, but I fucking but love I, their I, number I one deluxe or like a <laughs> or like a fucking 30 piece. Oh my like, dude, I fucking crush. I'll crush a 30 piece like in a second. That that it's just fucking chick. I mean, like, yeah, they hate whatever, but I've seen the people that work there, and yeah, they they're hate, fucking they're yeah, they're gayer than a three dollar bill. Like, come dude, on, like this kids one are, lady, like there's the, definitely you know, I get Chick Fil A breakfast a lot because i have fucking addiction issues and this lady is so fucking happy it like pisses me off it now like (laughs) she's just she's just ecstatic at the the lord jesus (laughs) my pleasure big smile she's happy she doesn't have work on sunday i'm high on the lord yeah (laughs) wait what do you get for breakfast i've never had chicken so if i'm hungover i just go double hash browns with a soda Chick fil A sauce. What so soda? Some of them. So look, there's one. Uh, look, I'm on the road a lot, so there's a Chick fil A <laughs> by Sesame Place that it's the only one I found. They have a large hash brown order, and the chicken there is cool. And she'll, I'm like, yo, can you cook them hard? And she's like, what? And I was like, you fry that like the fuck out of them. And she's like, yeah, I got you. And <gasps> I got a big double order. So anytime I go in there, it's the best you can get. But like at your normal Chick Fil A, come in like a single fourteen package. Their hash browns are those fucking bigoted bastards make the goddamn best hash brown <laughs> I've ever had. Yeah. I've never had. I'll have to try. Those little round boys, gay hating bastards, but yeah. they can make the fuck out of some chicken. I'll tell you that right now. They're not very open, you know. But they, your little ketchup, little Chick Fil A sauce. Oh my god! And I've now been drinking sodas like before, the, like at eight fifteen in the morning. I'm like, this isn't healthy but i can't <laughs> stop doing but it down the hatch we go <laughs> <laughs> but i'm pulling I in a, i found a hair in my chick-fil-a sandwich this past oh, weekend yeah, and nice. i i i've only had chick-fil-a like literally that was my fourth time in my life and i You're tweeted it i was like shout out chick-fil-a a fan of working perspectives because <laughs> i got a hair in my sandwich and there was like 20 people that wrote me we're so sorry we're so sorry what's your address so they're like sending me all these coupons now and now nice. i'm gonna like what Share I'm gonna put hair on my guys. sandwich. <laughs> or you can just tweet them. Yeah, tweet them, and they'll be like, tweet them if you got them. Uh, okay, Justin, what? We got uh, one more. The same question. Ten years. You got to do it for ten years. You get paid out at the end. You have to eat all your meals standing, all food standing. <laughs> huh. I think I did that for a while, anyways. Like working in the kitchen. Like I worked in kitchens and bars from like the age of nineteen to you know 30 whatever 35 and i ate most of them standing up i mean you stand at the bar i only thought of this because i eat 40 percent of my meals in my car and i love it love really my car. how it's, good is your eating world. while driving game like talk talk i got the sauce i'd be dipping while i'm driving Wait, I, I have the sauce holder that goes <laughs> in your fucking vent of your car and you like the shark the sauce tank guys from oh, I don't know. That. yeah yeah what wait wait it's like yeah. a thing like a thing that'll hold your sauce for like yeah. your food yeah you yeah. clip it in your vent that's fucking genius whoever thought you are a fucking genius i don't want wow. to brag or anything but you know yeah. i i would drive from lower manhattan no lower manhattan through um through the tunnel to brooklyn Uh, while eating Chinese food with chopsticks (laughs) in a stick shift because I was, you know, hustling from one job to another. 
together from like going from my office job to Epic. my bartending job and I can't I, I was like I always remember this like actually just like like I don't care like I'm doing this and so yeah my my whip skills and while eating um it's it's the essentials it's like what do you need for the essentials I need to eat so I only one time I I had a, I'm, a, I'm eating a double cheeseburger from Burger King. It's on my lap, and I like somebody breaks short, and I downshift hard as shit, and it just flings it onto my shoes, and I can like see, like I have the burger like on my sneak, my left foot, and my foot's on the clutch, and I'm just like, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> One asshole ruined it for every. I remember, shout out my aunt Fran, fan of the show, listener show, love aunt Fran, Daniel, aunt you Franny. know aunt Fran, yeah, yeah, aunt Fran's yeah. the best. Aunt Franny. Uh, I once saw her at one time. She had a Geo was her car. It was one of those little Geos. She Geo Metro. Metro. She (laughs) was driving her car, eating a plate of spaghetti, smoking a cigarette (laughs) while driving stick shift all at the same time with me and two other kids in the car and fucking crushed it. Just saying. I was like, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but this is fucking impressive. What I'm witnessing, this is incredible. Yeah, and that was, uh, yeah, that was her, that was her, that was the deal. Fun fact: Aunt Franny taught me how to parallel park in a stick shift at 14 years old. So, um, I don't know if she ever remembered that, but that's. I just feel like I owe her a lot for the the basics of of parallel, which she had a lot of. (laughs) She has a lot of knowledge of. She was like the parallel parking queen. She taught everybody, but. All right, Justin, so any more questions? Stand up and eat or no, no. Danielle? Yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to stand and eat? Um, no, likely not. I, I really enjoy eating and I, I want, like, that's my leisure time. That's my time for myself. Mm, yeah. And you know what else I hate? Also working in the restaurant world forever. When I was bartending or serving, get that break to just sit down and eat between shifts or whatever when people come up to you and talk and like, uh, and it's uh, like, well, like now I, now i have to stand and eat so you, like i can hide behind the bar a little bit like you know what i mean yeah like, those people are just just a different type yeah, yeah don't yeah. talk to people so no yeah I, I like this i like to enjoy my meals that's a good yeah. point i do enjoy the sick yeah I mean, I can be eat on the fly, but like when it comes to like push comes to shove, I like to like cook imagine being at like Christmas and dinner like, and yeah. you're the only one standing <laughs> <laughs> for 10 years. <laughs> you're like, oh, someone passed the turkey. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So that's what doing. That yeah. From the other room. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's keep it moving. Jana Q Questions Corner is up next. It's now time for another segment. It's Jana's Q Questions in her corner. It's still the Jana Q Questions in her corner. Questions. Jana Q Questions Corner. Man, uh, oh, what what's host Justin? You. What are you talking about? That's an original jingle that I made up myself. <laughs> I thought you were gonna what keep changing. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, what those? Uh, go ahead, Janana Banana. Ask away, Danielle. What's your sign, Leo? Like, oh, Leo, yeah, August 1st. When's your birthday? Oh, August 1st. Okay, okay. happy belated. Shout out, thank you, thank yeah. you. True, I remember your party was like your birthday party as kids. It was kind of like the announcement football season was about to start. Because it was always like right before football season, and it was like the whole everybody was there. August I remember first was always like first day of practice, so yeah, yeah it was always and everyone, like in conjunction. Yeah, and it was like bumping. There would be God, there I, like I mean, there probably had to be like fifty kids there sometimes. Like it was like the whole backyard. Your sister worked at Rita's, so we had like 
just gallons and gallons of water ice and like everyone was outside playing like basketball and like it really just took over the whole the whole street yeah it was a it blast was like a block like a block party it was fun yeah yeah lots of fun yeah i remember those back in the day and then we had uh what the our peter pan nursery was in your backyard <laughs> yeah God. oh man oh what yeah, are you gonna lots do lots of lots of times uh jumping Get off on. that that uh, little school Oh yeah. So nice. All right. Uh yep, Jana. Sorry, keep it moving. That's okay. Um so when's the last time you cried? Oh, like yesterday or two days ago. <laughs> I I recently had a baby or mm. I didn't have a baby. My wife had the baby. Um so if so facto. So yeah, but yeah. just like uh, my emotions are everywhere. Um <laughs> if I'm being totally How honest. How old is the baby? Three months. So I guess yeah. uh uh, Jana was, or sorry, uh, Danielle was originally booked to be on the show in May seventeenth. May seventeenth. On May seventeenth, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're booked to be on the show on May seventeenth, and and that's when your your daughter was born. Is that yep. right? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So that's why we had to reschedule originally. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Get Some your priorities things. straight. Yeah, but <laughs> I was like, no. listen, I don't hey, know. I hate her baby. Yeah, but yeah, and then uh beautiful, beautiful baby girl. How uh how do you I mean I know we're getting off topic, but life as a mom, best thing ever? Oh totally. I mean, yeah, it's all things all the things people say, right? There's like your just like truth, your staples that are it's like you you don't know until you know, la 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 la. And that's all fucking true. And then like when when you're in it, you're like, oh, god like what did i do but then like at least what i'm realizing the more she grows the more she's like realizing and like becoming a person and with a personality it's like oh shit this is fucking awesome like i get to make you laugh and i get to like do things with you and just be like and it's just it's it's it is joyful but it's also like really really hard so hard i mean it honestly i remember thinking like there's no way i could like i know we're having this kid but i can't love anything more than my wife you know like yeah, i love oh, yeah. my wife more than anything and i do anything for her and like she's my everything and then i had this kid and i was like who the fuck is my wife like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck like what the <laughs> fuck was i thinking and then like but it's so true but it's also you have like this understanding with your with your partner that it's like we both love this kid more than we love each other Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think like specifically for a gay couple, like this was very intentional and we got super lucky, you know, with our first try that, that it, oh, awesome. we were able to conceive, but it's, it's just like, it, it means, it means so much to, to so many parents, but I, I do think that, you know, having, um, well, the, just the genetic cards stack against you, it's, it's hard to like, make sure that you can get that um how how can we can i ask how did you like how does it work oh uh, so we did iui which is straight up turkey baster and um i won't say the clinic we use because they they broke protocol for like my sake and uh it was actually she was conceived september 6th which was of last year which was labor day so we came in the whole office was closed but if the dates align where that's where you're ovulating you come on in so we went on in and they're like do you want to do you like you know my partner's (laughs) on the bed ready to rock and roll and she's like, they're like do you want to do do you want to plunge and i was like what they showed me like the the syringe i was like oh and I, it's like something i really wouldn't i didn't ever think i was like 
yeah yeah definitely want to pull on yeah let's yeah. do that so yeah. like so they like you know you do it in certain increments and and there's a procedure so it happened we got super lucky and um yeah Aww. And then from that to like, I got to cut her umbilical cord, which is a, it's like, if, for what it's worth, you know, it's as close as like, I got to plunge, but then I also got to like, uh, start the, the life outside of the womb as well. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. But that's, so, the, I mean, it's it the, really beautiful and it was yeah. just very, I, I, I think it's the intention behind that though. It's like, there's plenty of men out there that have committed the act the old fashioned way, so to speak and have not been there for and and had no intention of being there for the child right and there's women that have have you know mm -hmm. have done the same thing in a way but you the intense there where it's like you you wanted to you know conceive mm -hmm. and then you want to be the the mother of this child right. so that like the intention is more is more than anything right you know what i mean like this is your baby and you want to be part of it and it's like yeah you know like the plunge and everything but even had you done that or not it wouldn't have mattered because you you are the one that wants to be the parent of this child totally. and that means more than anything else it means more than conceiving means more than cutting or anything totally. so yeah no you're I'm very proud of you Absolutely. and that's a, it's a beautiful thing that you're able to do that and you know honestly like we were talking about this pre-show it's a, we live in a different world where you don't have to be afraid of this acceptance. And like, I think this is something that people want to see. And I'm excited to, you know, to, to hear the stories and see the process that you go through with your wife. And I think it's going to be incredible. And it's just going to make a more open and individualized human being and, and a, that'll better the world. You know what I mean? Thank you, man. No, I like really appreciate that. Um, yeah. And I, I hope more people can adopt that sort of viewpoint towards. I would so much rather have two moms. Right. <laughs> You would have three loved any, dads. Would have I would trade my three dads for just one more mom. And you a never even year. met your real dad. No, Justin, I'm sorry. I shouldn't fucking say that shit. I'm sorry, man. I know. Yeah, I can't wait to book that no, baby on the show. That's gonna be a good. Oh, uh, she's great. But yeah, no, there's definitely a balance. My my wife keeps me like keeps me balanced. Did uh, can we ask? Was Let's it? Do. My mom never competed in the punt kick challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to teach her so many things, but yeah. like also like I don't know. It's all like. Are, are you? Uh, uh, yeah, did, um, did, were how did she? Was it did, was it natural birth or C section? Natural, yeah. She just like so. My my wife is uh, she's she's petite. She's very small, mm -hmm. super cute. Um, she's not tall she, like me. Uh, I'm five foot eleven. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I know that about you. <laughs> um, so she carried small like like her whole mm. pregnancy and then uh towards the end she let's just like, let's just say her her maintenance fees are are not are not low right, so, right. Like, sometimes <laughs> like she she can be like mm, this that and the other and i'll be like okay okay and then other times i'll be like oh you're serious okay yeah. um but it's hard to distinguish time to time so yeah, towards yeah. the end of the pregnancy she's like really like going through like like all pain of the things and discomfort pain, also like this has been nine months that i've been hearing yeah. this you know same yeah I, it's tough to know. listen to this i love you emma you're amazing i can't believe you've given me the greatest gift in the whole world okay um so so turns out during the whole last week she we had a scheduled like induced induction date and okay. um 
walked into the hospital and she's already five centimeters like dilated which everyone's like blown like blows their mind they're like what yeah. so she she was basically in labor she was laboring for four or five days prior walking in without like blinking out or you know she was in pain but like she just like housed it and like just like crushed it and then then, like just made that (laughs) so much the process so much easier when actually we're in the hospital and i don't know i just like once you see your partner do something like that and and like what that is and you're like uh, it's just a whole different perspective on on who they are and like what life's about and like i don't know i don't know i'm a woman i don't know if i ever want to do that but scared the shit out of me fuck yeah (laughs) dude scared the shit out of me i was like thank (laughs) god i remember my my daughter was a c-section and i remember they had my wife strapped down like she's on a fucking cross and like i'm standing behind her they have a curtain up and i'm like talking to her like looking down and all of a sudden i see like like this and like they're like they're like pulling i was like what the fuck is going on and that's because they had like they're taking the baby out and then <laughs> and then you smell this smell it smells like bacon and i'm like what are you doing they're like ah they're cauterizing the wound i was like what the fuck is going on here but oh yeah. my god i would be so hungry yeah you're child <laughs> yeah i was like who ordered the bacon double cheeseburger here i'm fucking ready to go chick-fil-a where are you yeah <laughs> human is banging yeah 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 i, I yeah. say i want my hash browns well done that artery smells delicious <laughs> yeah uh so janice sorry we kind of went for walking what's okay. your next question so danielle who was your yeah. childhood celebrity crush ja rule uh, but my very first who i can remember <laughs> was it uh, zach morris nope it uh, is do you remember perhaps um nope the the music video to robin hood like everything brian adams yep it was brian <laughs> oh you, you're you're three musketeers age five like yeah yeah, yeah. you're talking yeah. about the oh the music God, video for three musketeers so with brian adams yeah. and sting these yeah. five words yeah. i swear to you yeah. i'll be there no, right that one. no no yeah. all for one no. and it's all for one up love right maybe no it's the i would die for you yeah that's it that's I it would I would yeah thank you that's yeah that's job. exactly what i was just cassette. singing so in chronological, like that's the, my memory of my first crush then it was kelly kapowski and then it was leo kapowski, kapowski got everybody I mean, man yeah. woman and child kapowski <laughs> yeah, was it for sure, for sure. Oh, so who's your course, celebrity crush now celebrity crush now mm. uh rachel ray uh, uh, <laughs> i fucking hate rachel ray i cannot stand i loathe her with every fiber of my being you could not pick a worse person for me to to admire oh she's just like really oh yeah she's such a bitch baloney she She was like don't trust that dog food at all yo yeah i I wouldn't either i wouldn't either i don't trust your cookware she was like uh i think she was number 44 on maxim's hot 100 in 2005 so guys like her that's fine i think she's no she's so no guys don't really like her they like the italian yeah whatever her name is the one i can't say something 
Oh, uh, I would trust her dog food. It's like so it, yeah. skinny with that big old head. Who's yeah, like big old bobblehead. You could trust got her that dog back food. pooch. I like uh, what's her name? Emily or Emily uh, Clark? Khaleesi? No, 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 Amelia no. Clark? I don't Khaleesi? Know, I, like, just, 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 ah. I don't even know. Like, Radachowski? Like, like, yeah, that's her. Emily yeah. Radachowski? She's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. She's Who probably is she? my She's in the music video to what's the. Robin to Robin Thicke. Thicke. Oh my God. Uh, 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 Blurred lines. Blurred lines. There you go. Yeah. Good choice. Um, I've been ready. Yeah. Yeah. Emily Radajkowski, Radajmowski, Radjadowski. That's, that's a good answer. Yeah. Solid. Any yeah, other? Yeah, any I'm other ready. chicks you're digging lately? <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> No, I mean, I, like, not gonna I'm lie, sorry, Amelia Clark is way up there, dude. I, she, no, Mother first of off, I'd like to make the so point pretty. about this. She is like five times hotter with blonde hair than she is. Oh, with without a doubt. Same with the new one, the one that's on the House of Dragons. Same thing. Yeah. I like Googled her to make sure it wasn't a creep to see how old she was, and yeah. then I saw her without blonde how old hair. Is she? I was like, she's 22. Oh, thank god. But I saw her as a brunette, and I was like, she's older, meh, meh. Nah, no, the dude, blonde. The, sil- oh. the silver hair of House Targaryen does a lot for everybody. Sure, sure does. Does it for the, the what Damien too? No, oh, dude. That <laughs> dude. You, the doctor, the doctor, Doctor Who. Go ahead, banana. Uh, Danielle Costanzo, are you related to George? Ooh, good question. <laughs> no, two different last names. Like Costanza, George ends with an A. I end with an O. But how many, how many times? Uh, did, yeah, did you a get a lot? Uh, or can't stand you? And I was like, yeah. very oh, yeah. original. And I am not yeah. a Seinfeld fan or like the show. When I was a kid, I never really got into it. But um. He seems like the most annoying one, so I'm also oh, like, he's the best. Is, is George the is best? In, oh, dude, he's the he is he is regarded. I mean, he's regarded as the best character on the show. Him and Kramer, you know, like okay, all right. But George is, is dude. Even I remember the one scene where it's like him and Jerry visit L.A. and he talk like him just talking to the maid about one tuck, <laughs> one no tuck, and I was fucking pissing myself. Oh my gosh. Just I like agree. the dumb. Did a lot like, of shit George does. Yeah. Dude, it's I can like, hype on good parking spaces. Oh. oh, oh, it's like, I, I call it, like, I have a game with my friends. It's called Things That Make My Balls Tangle. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't have balls, but I, I feel like I can imagine the feeling. So that's one of mine is a pull through parking space, like, Oh, I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, yeah. Another one when you were going on about hash browns, I was like, oh, this for me would be like an an extra nugget in my Wendy's, like you know, five Uh, piece or whatever. What about? Do you like the? You know how when you get like an order of fries, there's always one fry that's like really crunchy, right? Mm, What are your thoughts on that fry? Because I'm a fan. I like the crunchy fry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a russet potato chip fan too, and uh, bring all the crunch. Yeah. So earlier. nice. Okay. Yep. Love it. Uh, banana. Next question. Um, Danielle, what's your toxic trait? Like my toxic trait is going, not going to lie. And then I just tell a lie. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's a good one. Um, yeah. not going to lie. That's a great I, one. And then immediately lie. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, I think that I, I like, I think I talk about myself too much. <laughs> I think I try to be like an active listener and like, and, and, and actually try to relate. And then I just talk about my situation and trying to relate. And sometimes I, most of the time see? people just want to be listened to and, and not want to hear your stories unless like, unless it really pertains to what you're fucking talking about. Or, yeah. You know, like I, yeah. I, I find myself really kind of going on a, 
you I don't know. You're a good storyteller, though. That's the other oh, thing. I do that to there's, to there, person, too. Yeah, and there's people that will talk that you're just like, can you shut the fuck up any second now? <laughs> you know, that are like, can't tell a story, can't tell a joke, and you're like, bro, you got to work on your yeah, delivery. Yeah. My but, brother, when he gets hammered, starts he starts like using big words and then <sighs> starts a whole point and then just starts talking about something completely else. And yeah. you're like, what about and he'll get like aggressive like you're not paying attention that's why you don't understand and i'm like what? it's so baffling <laughs> yeah. <It's> so <laughs> yeah. like yeah. yo it literally happened two days ago he was like he was like ah, fuck i wish i could remember the example but he started on something so poignant and then someone started talking about something else i was like what what, what is happening in this fucking conversation here <laughs> yeah Aww. somebody bring me back the true north please yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. please god thank you Danielle. your answers yeah. were very cute Oh, I love great. I'm cute. Awesome. It's yeah, totally are. So uh, that was another Janice Q questions corner segment. <laughs> Remember, if you have any questions that you would like Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, or Jana Hartstopper Healer to ask during Jalen Dub's question segment or Q questions corner, please hit us up on Twitter at Working Pod or on Facebook or on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. So let's keep it moving. So uh, we got into, yeah, we didn't really start talking about your job history. Went on a couple tangents, but um, so let's, I don't want to jump too far ahead. So I know for me and you, bartending kind of took over for a long time and you did it like a bunch of different places and a bunch of different atmospheres. Um, but what was bartending like for you? And how did you like, you know, how'd you get into it? How'd you like it? What was the deal? Cause I know like, that's one of those things, like it's kind of tough to get out of sometimes just cause like cash in hand at the end of the night and like you make good money some places, but you don't get PTO, you don't get 401k, you don't get Benny's like, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot you don't get in in the industry. Um, For sure. But for whatever reason, um, bartending, you know, it, it, it paid the bills and how I got into it was like becoming a, a daytime bartender at a restaurant my mom worked at that like literally nobody came in to drink at all. Like I just had to pop an Amstel light or two. And, but yeah. somebody <laughs> taught me to like swirl and what a tan, tannins were and like how to, what a difference between a Merlot and a um, so, uh, Cabernet. Thank you. <laughs> And then, so I wound up moving to New York, yada, yada. I needed a job. Uh, Irish pub was like hiring a dive hole in the wall, literally had no windows. I wound up getting the job, but it was a split daytime shift between me and this other girl named Daniela who had these giant fake tits. Yeah, Mm. she really was a bitch. Daniela with a soft J, just to paint a picture. Yeah, soft J, (laughs) giant fake tits. All, who also had bartending experience would just boss me around and I'd be like fine because I have no idea what I'm doing whatever she wound up quitting pretty early on because it was a joke of a job but I stuck it out and then you and then I built a clientele and nice. they yeah. were like a loyal clientele and they were sure were they degenerates absolutely the but best. could I count on them absolutely the best, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then I got to like kind of like pick and choose my own schedule and it was all like within my like working area and, and bartending, you have to just meet other people, but also it can be a shackle too. Cause you, yeah. it, it's a comfort area, 
but there's so much more you can do with your time. Yeah. And I think um, for me, it was like when I turned 27 or 28, where I was like, I don't, I don't want to just be a bartender. I, and the word just, right. I found out like when I'd go meet other people and I was working in New York city, like, well, what'd you do? It's, I was just bartending. And like, maybe that's my own like issue by how I saw it, but it was just like this thing where I felt like it's, it's, and I don't feel that way. I think bartending is amazing. I, I think it's one of the best jobs I've ever had. Um, one of the most rewarding jobs I've ever had. because it teaches you a lot about like the grind hard work people work ethic how to like manage just just how to like deal Uh, and then on your feet and think like and think through uh you know a potential issue or how to diffuse a situation or how to like make the most of your time there so you can capitalize on your tips or what have you I, i got to i got a lot of really awesome experiences through bartending but you you hit a ceiling right like that's it like yeah and then what um so it's a young I, man's game or you know it's a young person's game too at times because yeah. it is so it honestly it Ooh. is a hard job and it's long nights and it's, it's seasonal depression is fucking real when you're not seeing the sun for mm-hmm. five months of the year because you're just indoors all night and like yeah you like there are people that come in and yeah like you know there there's people maybe have it worse than you but you know they're great tippers and they're not scumbags they just got problems and you follow the lovable loser kind of gimmick, but that shit's taxing on you, man. And it's yeah, also dude. a hole where you can fall into where one night you're like, yeah, I feel like fucking partying too. Yeah. And that becomes yeah. a crush. Like there's a million different yeah. things that can kind of turn you sour on it. And it's all for cash. And like, when you like, you know, it is tough to transition because I don't know if you felt this way, Danielle, but I definitely felt in the way of like, when I'm bartending and I saw people from offices come in, I would be like, God, I would give anything to have yeah. an office How'd job. How'd you get your job? I would ask them, like, how'd you get how? your job? What, yeah. what did you put on your resume? Like, yeah. how can I transfer this to like yeah. a paper that yep. your boss would want? I yeah. didn't understand how corporate people could get a corporate job. Yeah. 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 That's and what I like, just went through. Yeah. 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 And it's have like, I, I've you, been nannying over yeah. 20 years. And like you said, not to talk about myself, but to relate to you yeah, all the same, I nannied for so long. And it's like, where else do I go? Like I nanny for movie stars and like billionaires of the earth, but like, yeah. I'm still here with no health insurance. Like, where do I go? What do I do next? And so I wanted to get into that corporate world. So I took a job mm-hmm. and I made half of what I'm making mm-hmm. now. Exactly. You know, I got just got fired. But yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, back, I'm back nannying and making in in three days what, what I would mean? make in uh, you know two, two weeks. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm and mean, you don't have to deal with the political bullshit and the rigmarole of HR and like. Well, like, there's I, a lot of bullshit you have to deal with. Oh, it's so much. Like I don't like here. I am now. I'm not gonna have a 401k. I'm not gonna have insurance. I'm not gonna have this and that. But like, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, but I, you I can, say I'm just a nanny, but like, you know, I make a lot of money. But yeah, then, but there's ways around that, and like you can make investments and things. Like my brother does it. Tom is a full time bartender, and he makes a, like he makes really good money. And but he's smart with like investments and putting money away, and he's always been good like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I need but to do that. but I like but there was also this like the stigma, like you're saying, like just a nanny and just like just the, I thought like like I need like a super college education to get in an office, and like once you get in an office and you find out like 
just an Annie, if that's not the case, or bar just a bartender, right? Half these fuckers in an offense couldn't office Idiots. couldn't lace your fucking boots. And yeah. like they couldn't last a second doing a, a day at the nanny gig or behind the bar. Oh, yeah. And that they're yeah. just like Johnny Pencil Pusher or whatever. Like that there, there is that aspect of like you put these people on too high of a pedestal and they're like yeah. a lot of them are dumb and lazy. You know what I mean? And, and like ugly. There and there are some and like, but I do like to think like the dumb and lazy do get weeded out. But you know, there's I mean, it's just like you put some on such a high pedestal where it's like if you're a hustler and you work hard and you get into an office setting, you can really, really thrive. But it does mm-hmm. you do have to eat crow, you do have to deal with the political you can stuff. Completely implode, right? Because that's just sure. not your job. That's just not your like sure. area, oh, and you're well, not yeah. like, like that. That's what I struggled with when I first went from bartending to NY. Like I started working at NYU Langone and and um, research. I had no idea what I was doing. I got lucky about who I knew, like who I knew. I had a degree, and he was like, "Great." awesome you're a research coordinator now i was like what does that <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> and like oh my god oh the most like cringe like i don't get embarrassed a lot because i own my shit mm-hmm. but one of the things i i like I, like that i can pull from my head at any given moment it was like what's your most embarrassing moment it's this i like it was my first day on the job and like my team had a meeting and our our super our manager was like so sweet and everyone like comes from an academic it's an academic school and an academic background and they have their phds or their masters and they're working on and in this position to to get further along in their research and yada 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 so he's like okay like everyone like go around the room and like like, introduce yourself and say a fun fact and like people are doing what they do in an office and say something so totally like neutral and benign (laughs) I, they got to me and I was like yeah my name's Danielle I, lo- I love to party and I, like, <laughs> and I just like the whole like I saw these two girls who actually like one of my closest friends now but they just shot like eyes to each other and I was like fuck those bitches like I'll never be friends with them like, yeah, I just yeah, knew, yeah, like, yeah. and then the other like two people in the room like crossed eyes they were like did you really just <laughs> yeah they're all like we love skiing and our favorite color is like, periwinkle right and i was like i love uh, and by partying i mean socializing yeah i can't wait to socialize with our patients and with you guys <laughs> i was just like oh my god i still you're just like that. drowning like cringing like god just yeah. oh god let it be over yeah but to your point jana like i you know amazing institution learned a lot worked amongst mm-hmm. some of the most brilliant people um and i i couldn't pay my bills uh, so I had yeah. a, a fall back on bartending yep. and that's what I did every Friday and Saturday. So like my Fridays was like NYU nine to five, bartend yeah. six to four. Like that was yeah. every Friday for a year. Yeah. Uh, and it beats the shit out of you. It yeah. beats yeah. the oh, shit out of you. You're a robot at that point. You're not a human. Yeah, you can't get uh, that proper rest. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, I loved look- for those few months when I could like, I had never been able to go to a happy hour. And like, finally, I was out at 4.30 and I was like able uh, to get to a happy hour. And now I'm like, fuck, now I can never go to a happy hour again. I mean. So I just the, drink on the job. The, be- the three <laughs> best the, the three best letters in, in an office life is PTO. That is, that is. The, oh. uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> but no, that is honestly, it's, uh, yeah. It bless me too. I remember I yeah. was 
teaching boxing at the gym three days a week. I was working at the bar two times a week. And then I was working full time in the office. And this was like pre pandemic. And looking back, I'm like, I'm fucking like, I was so exhausted all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Like you're just fucking dead. And then that's when it turns into like, that's when you can get yourself into trouble where it's like you need a boost here and there you know what i mean or you, you need spin, an like energy. at what, some point you realize you're just spinning your wheels for like yeah. for like what and yeah. like yeah. that's like what i can yeah. like at least for me it was like it was so hard to to get out of i was like i couldn't get an interview anywhere because i just had like disjointed like work mm-hmm. experience and even within like nyu they're like eh, yeah yeah no, we're good <laughs> like <laughs> we're good yeah um which was like, like oh party girl yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we heard about you <laughs> first impressions do last yeah um but uh but you know it took it took it took a five years and then like my my wife's friend being like yeah like let me talk to like she's plugged into this like SaaS like HubSpot like SaaS world b2b marketing stuff let me talk to a friend and see like what's available just like networked and then I I totally jumped industries into like b2b sales SaaS currently I'm unemployed I just got laid off but (laughs) I'm also no all good I just feel like I need to be honest with our listeners and with everybody but there it's lucrative it's it's you know you have the autonomy like you kind of did like in a in food industry setting um and like you just you just know the work or the work that you put in is what you're going to get back and that's like super enticing especially when you've just want like wanted your time to be worth something and know that like mm-hmm. you're you're succeeding at something like you're doing it you, yeah sure. you found you found a path and like now you got to like at least some sort of semblance of like the success you kind of want to look for yeah yeah no and it's honestly but it takes a lot of courage and betting on yourself you know what i mean and realizing your worth and that but that comes with struggle and that comes with like you know eating shit and being fed up with like not getting what you think you deserve but it also takes like i'm sure your partner had a big hand in that you know what i mean of like look you can you deserve better and you're worth oh, more yeah. and you're so can do that like having someone there to be able to motivate you push you and and then give you like direction it's there's nothing better you know what yeah. i mean yeah you want to rise to the occasion and sometimes you just need that like i, I don't know like i just didn't know i didn't know yeah. how to know i don't know like the people i don't know yeah. what that yeah. like like i don't know if somebody could like sit you down in college and say what do you want to do like what kind of lifestyle do you want to live let's start yeah. there like yeah okay yeah. this 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 all right like these are your you know best options like i just so many people get behind the eight like i want to say eight ball a cue ball yeah. um really not you know not knowing what they're signing up for and then just like mm-hmm. you're just shackled to like a forever debt right and then you just have to kind of figure out like whatever job you can take to take on to make ends meet until yeah. like, you really start valuing yourself and and realize your time is worth a lot more than just like hustling three jobs and trying to make ends meet yeah and barely breaking even right right and if something bad happens like a medical issue you're completely sunk because you don't have benefits or anything right Right. all that shit can just put you out in a heartbeat and anything yeah Yeah. like you got an offender better you need a lawyer you're out like just anything that your whole shit's done yeah 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 go ahead jana no i was like don't even with the car no yeah yeah (laughs) i mean we've talked about it on the show but danielle i don't know if you've heard but jana had a hell of a week a couple weeks ago and girl she yeah she uh, you know everything's fine now 
so i do want to talk about this danielle and then we'll get into a couple other things because we're coming close to the top of time but if you're cool to talk about it i would love to talk about how you met your wife and how like you know how you guys developed your relationship to where it is today if that's something you're okay to talk about yeah totally um and i and i can probably go on a tangent so i'll try to just stick to like the facts you can give us the good stuff don't swear. all right so like like um spoiler or shock factor i was married before so i met um Emma was one of the first, Emma was the first person I met when I came back to NYU to work in my office job after getting married to my then husband, my, my partner of eight years, we were together um, before we got married. So there's history there. Um, And she was sitting in my cubicle and I was like, "Um, what are you doing? Like, hi, like I'm Danielle, like you're in my desk. and she's like oh hey like um do you mind if I shadow you and I was like I I still this I was eight months into this new job right I still had no idea what I was doing at all (laughs) she she transferred from a different she transferred from like a neurology department and like knew what she was doing so I was like no way like she's gonna expose me and like know that immediately know that I have no idea what I'm doing and then just like tattle like yeah absolutely so I looked at her I was like absolutely not I was like can you get up from my desk please and just like kind of brush her aside oh she fell in love with you in that second when you no, treated no, her like shit she, she was like no I know <laughs> I, no not at all I was just like I need to like you know this was all self-defense I was like I need to yeah. myself and like mm-hmm. she she can see right through me I just yeah. had that element to her um so fast forward a couple months uh, you know my in hindsight my husband my ex-husband and I should have never gotten married we had a really dysfunctional relationship leading up to everything but right. by process of elimination you just feel like that's what you do come yeah you know, next step yeah. yeah yeah it's almost like and that's what we were talking about before with like society acceptance like we've all accepted that oh you're with this person for so long you might as well get married mm-hmm. right. you know what I mean and like right. people there's tons of people that felt the pressure of like needing to be married when it wasn't the case like your relationship was strong how it was and like you didn't need to force this into it and sometimes that can what can hinder a relationship or dissolve a relationship but either way absolutely we don't i don't want to get into that but you're but so you and your ex-husband that so didn't I, work out you're now no, single no, but it was a main component so like right. i i felt like i just gotten married i couldn't go to my, like my like core circle my home home friends and really say like hey my marriage isn't working it's completely fallen by the wayside two months in so I just reached out to people like my peripherals that I really didn't care who knew but could get for support and and Emma was one of them and um she just listened you know she listened and she didn't I just didn't feel judged I just felt like I could talk to her about shit and then like there was another co-worker of ours that was um a friend of mine she was bisexual and she's like hey I think the cute new girl is is gay I was like no way because like I've never I've never seen a lesbian that hot before. (laughs) 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 So like you're like this fucking rocket over here is playing for the team. Whoa, 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 whoa. And in hindsight, that kind of rocked my world because I was like, I never I never knew lesbians so hot existed. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like so so what happened with like the the downfall of my marriage with my ex-husband was uh, my emotional relationship with Emma really just grew from from that catalyst and I could trust her and and she was also we would just go back and forth about just like tr- like trials and tribulations in our relationships yeah. and really yeah. just like began to like we've really just courted each other like unbeknownst to us like we yeah. would go out for lunch every single day 
she taught me you could take a three-hour lunch and no one would know because corporate America. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, no way. I got to be back. Like, right on the hour. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. She's like, I, can, I go into work. Uh, I'll pick up the phone. I'll call like whoever I need to call. Just don't show my like office phone popu- populating and then I'll, I'll take the bus back home. I was like, oh my God, you're my dream girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Were you, but like at this time too, like you're, you know, we don't have, I don't want to, air your laundry or anything yeah yeah but home life wasn't that great so home life was not that great so you're going into work like this is the highlight of your day is seeing this girl Uh, like this was your reason for waking up and getting out of bed she she, was the she was the legit sun sun, sunlight of your life at that she she worked part-time in my department and part-time in neurology so monday fridays was neurology tuesday wednesday thursdays or radiology and i would just i remember like hating the weekends like fuck and like loving the like tuesday wednesday thursdays and just like yeah. because she was like oh she just like it was a cushy job and she could do work from home but there'd be times she wouldn't show up on tuesdays or wednesdays and i'd be like it would like affect me like, oh but also she was dating somebody else too and like oh, that was shit. hard and just like it was just tough man and just like we both like i don't know it sounds so corny it sounds so corny i know what it sounds like but it's for real but you get on like we'd be on the elevator together and like you know like floor eight and just like feel that kind of like there's electricity just, there's just absolute electricity and then one day she asked me and my it's my cat now but she's like she's got long hair cat she's like want to help me shave? why don't we shave my cat it's the <laughs> like, i've been waiting you for that like, set for I, months we call it something different in lansdale but whatever you want to call it i'm down so we so we, we went to uh, the, the CDS. We bought clippers. We took the that bus down to her so apartment cool. in the East Village and went to like shave her cat, who's just like she's around. She's just epic. And her cat just jumped into my arms and was like, you know. But it was just like a moment. It was a fun moment that we shared together. And then we were on the bus back up to our office, and it was just like this moment that we had where I don't know. She felt it. I think I I, I definitely was like giving off vibes. Yeah. Then, yeah um yeah you fast forward a little bit you know there's more shit going down god is that like do you go back to that day on the bus like all the time in your mind of like you like you had the moment of shaving the cat and we didn't actually shave the cat yeah yeah, it's a real cat it's not (laughs) yeah yeah it's not a euphemism (laughs) but you have like that memory of you two being on the bus and like you know the the sunlight in her hair and the smile and i think that was an aha moment for me i was like playing the long game you know i was just like i knew because i was such a loose 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 cannon by because my marriage was in such shambles that i was like oh like you i didn't even recognize me so like were you compensating with drugs and alcohol too oh, or? all of them yeah and it was just like <laughs> that was the <laughs> i had a blast but <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's obviously not sustainable and it's not the no. person that i am so like no. she, she you know while we had this like raw real energy and connection yeah. she couldn't trust it because i was fucking wild and yeah. i don't blame her because but I think in that moment, she like realized it was it, there's depth to it. It's not just like I'm. I want to be distracted from reality. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you then, want. You were like 
the you were trying to find something to replace the bullshit that you were using to replace the misery or monotony or whatever you wanted the real you were searching for the real and then you had seen it and then that was her this is she wants the real I want you know kind of wake up moment so yeah and it was just like always in that like like I just Mm -hmm. always knew with her like I just had this like I don't know it was just like this want to be around this person and just like just Mm -hmm. I don't know there's something really really beautiful about about being like who you are or being who you are and not like being the person you think you are or think you have to be like then the person just really like digging that you know like you can just be you are and the person digs that and you're like oh shit like you're impressed like there's (laughs) there's there but like there's i feel like there's a time where like i remember when i would have like girlfriends and stuff previously before my wife where it's like i'd try to play johnny cool all the time because you got to be cool in front of your girl kind of thing but then like when i met my wife and like we could make stupid jokes together and like just like have our little inside jokes but i could i could be myself more and like not have to be cool or whatever just be like goofy and stupid then that opened up this whole other thing that that's where like the real love started and like that's where like we really embraced each other so you're kind of saying like when you're with her you didn't have to like you weren't worried about like the perception of what someone would think you are you wanted to find your real self and she was helping you discover that person is that kind of what you were yeah but it was like it was again unbeknownst to me that I was like trying to find my real self I was trying to figure out like how where and how did my like life devolve into this this reality where I don't recognize myself and like who better to ask than somebody doesn't really know me but like kind of know like you know it's gotten to know me and like it wasn't just them it was a few other people who just like you know it's it's crazy like these people that you might think are in the 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 third tier or fourth tier tier of your like relationship but how they can impact you in such like a a subtle ripple effect way right yeah just like they give you an honest perception yeah yeah yeah. and like what you what's like normal and what's deserving and and it's like maybe I do need to hear it from somebody that's not in my, in my world, in my like inner circle or even outer circle, just somebody that doesn't know the situation to, to like shoot to me straight. Right. So I can yeah. just hear it from an outside perspective. Yeah. And but it like, sounds too like when you guys met, it wasn't like, Oh, there's a hot chick. Let me go talk to her. It's kind of mm. just like, no, I was you like, were just, it. Get out were, yeah, yeah, you kicked her out. <laughs> But yeah, like yeah. when you guys were friends, it was like you were just hanging out and talking just like normal to people. So yeah. it's like the way it evolved was so natural. Yeah. And well, that's she was like so... built that friendship. Like that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, and she I, I should say, like, she's like she was just like super, super smart. Like I went from bartending in an Irish windowless pub with degenerates <laughs> to uh, to you know, PhD like math, you know, students that are like w- that are like prim and proper that are doing god's work um yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so there, there was a big gap and i didn't have anybody that i felt like really i could yeah. relate with like certain things so when she came along there was just like this new blood that had new energy uh. but she was also kind of weird like weird in a good way and kind of mysterious like she was like she was at her desk but she wasn't at her desk or she you know what i mean like i was like what like and and people like people like me like I usually yeah. can be like hey like let me tag along and she she always kind of was just like 
like sure and then no and i'd be like what like oh like, i gotta go like practice not like what is yeah yeah uh, but, but it does, to, yeah. The, to the you know penultimate which was like yeah doesn't doesn't hurt that she's a fucking smoke show either you know like, what i mean like yeah. it's not hard to play it's not hard to keep asking when they're looking like that if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that for sure um, but can't we can't say you out kicked your coverage though so there you go you but, did um, good yeah, push came to shove. It was it was a hell of a trade in, and I I've upgraded in every way possible. Yeah, and honestly, I you know for all I've for the amount of time I've known you, which is probably going on like thirty years, is that this is by far the happiest I've ever seen you. And you Thanks, know, buddy. no, of course, really proud of you and really happy for you. And I'm great to see that like you're at this point in your life. Like I was telling my wife the other day, I was like, I know we live in a row home with your in like with your parents and like you know, we don't make a ton of money and we're, our daughter doesn't have everything. But honestly, I was like, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I know we don't have everything, but it's true. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. Like, it's like, you know, because I God, I just remember, like, I always think back on like, those years of living in houses with like, like no hot water and no <laughs> fucking cable or internet. And you have to take cabs everywhere because I wasn't allowed to drive and like, right. like fucking what is this? just yeah like 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 waking up in like an existence of like all right I guess we're just gonna smoke weed and whatever and order Chinese every day like you know just like just stupid shit and then like yeah. even even worse stuff than that years later you know what I mean so it's like just to to have this type of happiness that you didn't think would exist or like discover something that you could love that you didn't think was possible right, right like right. that kind of stuff you know what i mean like i don't know i guess i'm just a simple guy that way but that thing like you don't need much else to make you happy you know what i mean i mean it's a game changer i just you you, you don't know what's out there until you find it and then True. it's like okay um but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's my like little love story. And, and it's a beautiful I'm, thing. It is. I mean, you made that once you make a decision, you just like, that was it. And it, it, my life issues kind of like followed suit. Everything became just like congruent and yeah. I didn't have those issues anymore. And all of a sudden I recognized myself and liked who I was and, yeah. and here I am, you know, I have a child and married and yeah, living just, it up. And just happy every day. Ha like on this and, awesome podcast with amazing people. <laughs> hey, well, you know you've made it when you're here. But you know, that's something like, you know, and I know Danielle, you knew my dad really well. And like you had oh, yeah. a lot of time with him and stuff, but he, he used to have this saying tonight, and I know you know it, um, where he would say, Everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to go through hell to get there. So you're finally at that, you know, reaching the heaven portion. It's not without its its days of tough and you know, but it's not like, you know, the you 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 have the like uh you find a job you love, you never have to work a day in your life type of thing. And this is the same with a relationship. If you find someone you love, it's not work. It's just your relationship and you're happy to do it and work on it and you know that's where you're at now and it's a, it's a great thing i'm really happy for you thanks so man. of course of course so we're coming towards the top o time and let me fucking tell you we had notes for this show and we didn't even fucking touch them <laughs> <laughs> but this honestly i knew this is how it's gonna go like this is just such a fucking blast and i know that me and Jana and justin we're usually on the same page with this but danielle we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on I would love that. Uh, this is full disclosure, my first podcast. Um, so sorry if I talked about myself too much. No, but, uh, you were perfect. Beautiful. You were great. Am I right? 
You uh, no, you were great. This was a this was a blast. Sorry, I'd love to be back on, guys. Please, um, this was we'd awesome, and I got a, like a lot of joy and intrinsic value off of this. Good, glad to hear it. Yeah, I've had my own friends on here, and even people I've known for a long time, and you're my favorite. <laughs> oh, honestly i knew you two would hit it off i fucking i'm knew obsessed it. with you oh i knew you guys would hit it off you know what too this is actually a great jan remember we had talked about this a few months ago about a lesbians round table right like we do we do shows danielle and i think well, like, well, like, I, I think you, uh, I, I, well, like, we do shows called roundtables sometimes, where we'll have a group of people that are all connected by a certain topic. Like one of the first ones we did was an end of roundtable, right? Mm -hmm. We've done a Henzo Gracie roundtable. We did an LC roundtable. Oh, so right. one of the ones me and Jana had talked about and we tried to book was a lesbian roundtable, and it could be an LGBTQIA, but I would like it if we could do lesbian. We could do you know gay a lesbian man perspective or, yeah it's, like a lesbian perspective it's, i would i think that would be i just think it would be great i think it would just be great like i think it'd be great for me as a straight white male to have a discussion and open up and like honestly so many questions and like well like oh, it's not even so that like answers. i could express my fears to like let like you know other lesbians and mem members of the lesbian community of like like i'm afraid like of you know i could say something accidentally that would upset someone and how would you yeah. approach this situation and like just these organic conversations that i think would be great to have and very entertaining you know what i mean so that's the kind of thing where you know if you're down to do something like that we are definitely looking to book that they, also, yeah. could you imagine how good the pantsuits would be on that round? Table? Oh, yeah. the pantsuits yeah. would be incredible. <laughs> I think it's like a prereq. You need that. But also, again, something I think we need to realize from my story is that you, some lesbians are just super smoke hot. Yeah. And not yeah. All there's of them this lesbian that was at my last that, building. I, I didn't forget that, about that. I, that never <laughs> slipped my mind one time. Yeah. No. There's this really, lesbian that was at my last building that I was just like, Am I gay now? Like she's the hottest <laughs> woman on earth. Like she My is. And her name I is do. Portia de Rossi. I do. No, she's way hotter than Portia. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. was Portia like the first smoke smoke les? Is that what we're was that what we're calling them? What I don't she, know. She I mean, I guess like smoke to the public les. eye, right? Yeah. No, there's been plenty of smoke les. <laughs> Tons. <of smoke. laughs> you create there's so many like subsets i we can go on all day yeah, but yeah. i think that yeah. you created your own yeah more uh more uh cat shavers <laughs> that we're gonna call Dude, i was gonna bring that up during that do you remember the weird fucking porn magazines when we were a kid that were like about shaving like strictly uh it was like shaved magazine it was like about shaving i remember because i used to steal a lot of porn and so you would just yeah, take whatever to. you could grab you know yeah. And I would get always like, what the who the fuck is into this? Yeah, you just yeah. got to like the S, like alphabetical. Like, <laughs> it would be like in three packs, you know, so you wouldn't know what you get. Just yeah, do the whole three pack, and you'd be like, what the right. fuck? Ah, oh, this shaving feet and and sedan. Oh, come on, yeah, <laughs> shaving feet and balding. Come on, what is this? Yeah, what is no. this? What is this kind of stuff? Yeah, so, kind of stuff. so yeah, so, yeah, so. <laughs> Nice. So, all right. Well, let's definitely work on get booking the oh, Lesbian yeah. Perspectives podcast. Um, but we are coming to the top of time. So, Danielle, we'd love to thank you for coming on. But is there anything you'd like to say to your adoring public before we take off? 
this has been great. I cannot wait for the lesbian roundtable. I can't uh, wait too. I think it's a great idea. I think yeah. you hit the nail on the head. I, it's just a conversation that you know people aren't aware, of, including myself. Like there's there's constant changes of. We can yeah. all learn. This yeah. is going to be such a learning experience from lesbians. Everyone, <laughs> it's going to be your hottest podcast. <laughs> I mean, if your wife's there, it definitely will be. <laughs> no no um no this has been awesome it's my first podcast um this was great you guys have been super entertaining and just like the best thank you uh, for having you're, me no you're, you're a pleasure to have on uh heartstopper Hilo. anything you want to say to the heartstopper nation before we get out of here yeah guys see you later tonight at hula hands Ooh. Ooh. save me wow. l-i-t by the pitcher <laughs> oh shout out nice uh jalen derb anything you want to say to mozambique and the jalen dove faithful before we i get just want to i want to shout out three hour lunches yo three hour lunches one of my favorite things in the Oof. world well, at one point in time, me and my brother worked together and we would, t- I, I worked at a call center where there were two other human beings who sat next to me and I would get up at 12 o'clock and my brother was hiring me in the company. So I would leave with him and I would come back at like 3.15 and sit down <laughs> like nothing fucking happened and no one ever said a word. And it yeah. would, and then you just start pushing it. I one time got up at 11.15 and came back at 4.45 sat there went outside smoked the sink came back inside clocked out and left for the day and i was just like this is wild you do keep pushing don't you yeah you take three hour lunches show up at you know smoke a little do a lap around the park if anyone asks you shit Tell them you went. You were in HR. Tell me you pushed it. Yeah. That's the one thing you could always say is like, well, where HR. were you? I was with HR, and then that's ends the ends the conversation right there. HR. I so. was with your mom. That's oh, I, I mean, a I'm lot of people were Justin's cat. mom. <laughs> you are scummy Lansdale town. You are fucking my mother. My mom would beat the shit out of you. Your mom sounds lovely. I don't, my, mom, my mother I used don't to spin know. her rings, yo. When my mom would hit me, yo, she would Ugh. look at me and spin her engagement ring or wedding rings around and just start swinging. Oh. I mean, Justin, I do feel terrible the amount of trash I talk on your I poor, lovely mother. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't... I tried to talk my mother myself. to coming on the show once I'm uh, uh, a guest bailed and I try. I called my One mom. Time. She was at work and I, uh, she called me. I was like, call me. And she called me right back. She said, what's wrong? I was like, you want to be on a podcast? Oh, no, no. I didn't even start with that. I said, you know how to use a Zoom call? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you want to go to podcast? She was like, to talk about what? And I was like, I don't know. You just like tell people about your life. She's like, no. And I was like, come on, it'd be fun. We have fun. She's like, no, it's mostly child abuse. No. And she hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> now I want her on the show even more. Yeah, God. I want to hear about the Once, uh, Dude, not only that. So one time I'm on the back porch, leaning back on the chair, having fun. And I tripped and fell Wait, backwards. So she would spin the diamond to where it would hit your yeah. face? Yeah. Uh, she would oh, my God. I just realized that. Her rings, like, you know, she'd have a couple. They'd have things on them. And she'd look yeah. at me and spin them. It's the hardest element on like a five three little irish woman you know and i'm already six foot at like fucking you know, oh you're almost old. as tall as me okay yeah i was almost <laughs> as tall as matt <laughs> bring you down to size but anyway um <laughs> yeah sure i'm was. leaning on the back I chair love how matt and your mom are the same height <laughs> fucking god i'm 511 sorry justin go ahead i fall down the steps and my mother looks out the window, just, you know, putting laundry away, sees me fall down the steps, assumes my little brother pushed me. He did I mean, not. I fell on the steps on my own. He comes <laughs> flying outside and starts beating shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't do it. I didn't push him. 
Yeah. I wish you. I mean, a swing first woman. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, swing first, ask questions later. That's kind of a good mom. So (laughs) nice. Well, speaking of Justin's good mom, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the Heartstopper, Jana Hilo. And our guest today was the one and the only Sweet Mama Cheesecake herself, Danielle Costanzo. In case you're wondering, you can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can add us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. Bye, Tom. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.